So we can match it up. We're going to hold on. Clap. Wait. No, no, no. Just one? Yeah, one more. No, no, no. You... No, wait, just one of I us. Clap? No, one clap. <laughs> okay. So we do it at the same time. Wait, if you... we No, if we do one, two, three, clap. So clap with one hand or no? No, but we're doing it to sync the video. So we can sync the audio in the video. It's one, two, three, clap. All right. One, two, two three. <laughs> it's fine. I just need one, one two, person three. As long as I can clap. see you guys So on it. four, like one, two, three. But the four is actually clap. No, it's clap on three. Okay. Like clap on three. Okay. One, two, clap. Three. Yes. Okay. Yes. Clap. All right. Cool. Gotcha. I think I can work with that. Yeah. Have fun. It'll be a good editing session. Yo, now is the time to wage fucking war against the hypocrites, bigots, and all you weak ass phonies. What's I'm up? stoked we got the, the Chinese firmware fucking Chinese hardware yeah. video cameras I mean, down yeah, here. Yeah, I think they're solid. That's cool that they sent you free cameras. That's pretty mysterious, but it's pretty really cool. weird, you know? Wish.com is really great, so thanks, guys. These are actually from Wayfair. Oh, cool. These were the Zachary they cameras. Came a, they came in a really, really big fucking box. Yeah, they quickly took that box weird. away, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't too. know what happened. It was like it disappeared. Weird. I'm a big fan of Wayfair and a big fan of Wayfair and China, so... Mm. I like that the box bad was also. Here. We're falling in line. The box is also good. called Jennifer for some reason. All right, I keep reading the prompter. Okay, um, <laughs> and thank you guys for joining today on the Chaos Cast. Yo, uh, it's one year. It's, is it really one yep. year? Well, it's actually like two Sounds weeks wrong. after one year. Mm-hmm. This is like week like fifty four, fifty five. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's one year of the Chaos Cast. But I think today right. we're we're celebrating the birthday today. That's is it one year since uh? The money is fake? No, Definitely. it's a year since Uncle Ted's. Mm. It's been what? longer than that, for sure. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Time goes by pretty quickly, I guess. Yeah, when time goes by when, when you're wearing a goon up. mask. When you're riding skits It up. constricts your brain. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you lose track of fucking time. I was time traveling, for sure, in there. I was wondering how long you were going to keep it up. It was hot. What's, see, I was curious. So you said you were bringing a goon mask, and I didn't know if you were going to go woolen or a shysty mask. You'd yeah, seen the shysties? I think I'm going to be a shysty guy. Shysty's the look. I don't know what you're talking about. You know shysty? You don't know what a shysty, shysty is? is? just the eyes. Hold on. It's oh, a Philly yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I told you I'm a black Israelite. I'm gonna. This is going to be Gotta my new stay, thing. You, know, you get you a nice one with Star David on it. We have video it. evidence that you're a black Israelite yeah. now. Yeah. As everyone on Patreon can see, yeah. he's a black Israelite. If it pleases the court. Yeah, my, uh, my ex got me this mask for my birthday, and I'm like... What do you think I'm going to do with this? I guess I, I do graffiti. I'm not walking around wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of conspicuous. It's very not conspicuous. I like dude. that the rapper, she does the There it is. There's the shysty. That's a shysty. It's like you're going... pulling up poo shysty, you know? It's like you're going snowboarding. I'm hip to this, yeah. I've actually been seeing a fair amount of your tags around town. I'm Oh, cool. I'm happy. I saw it on... It makes me happy. It's like uh, it's like one of those things. It's like, you're right there next to me. Yeah. It's like, you're right there with me, drinking on the bridge. I recently saw a girl with it on her Tinder profile. No shit. Yeah. Like, in the ah! background? In the, uh, she was. She took a picture of it in the foreground, and 
in the reflection of the glass was her reflection. So it was like my tag, and then underneath the tag was her. So she was trying to be artsy. Did you try to get an in on that? I super liked her, and she didn't like me. (laughs) Damn, dude. But she liked my boy. They just—they don't appreciate artists, man. It's that's right. Didn't our mutual friend talk to her, and she runs like a? She runs a graffiti page and said I'm one of her favorites in town. Oh, nice, dude. Just not one of your favorites. Just don't want to date. Just doesn't want to fuck. Not not DTF, unfortunately. Graffiti level. That's almost more of a compliment, to be quite honest. For sure, yeah. She likes your soul more, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, how's how's everybody else? How's the fucking uh, pregnant old lady going? Oh, dude, she's going. She's doing good, man. Um, Home's like good. Everybody's happy, healthy. Everyone's good. Everyone's eating a lot. Uh, I'm eating <laughs> as well, just as much, just to, like, out of solidarity, I feel like. Why are you as a man um, eating food? Uh, just <laughs> as a flex. <laughs> Is a flex. I just don't understand it. Yeah. I don't get it. I you know, like- I've actually heard that, like, when guys, uh, you know, like, when their old ladies get pregnant, they go through guys' experience, like, hormonal changes as well. Mm, sure. It's, like, some kind of, like, you know, it's, like, because bodies and humans, like, sync up, like, Wi-Fi and shit and pheromones and all that shit. Like, you, I, I've heard, like, guys get wild cravings and shit, too, dude. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of, uh, I've been, like, st- I started a Death Cab for Cutie cover band. That actually makes a lot of sense now <laughs> that you said that. I've just it's, been yeah. trying to dress like Ben Gibbards. I was about to say that's the most dad thing. Be heartbroken. You're doing you've it, ever dude. done. You're this is why it. I just stay away from women in general. Yeah, the true. Whole so true. Period syncing and body syncing. That's is, true. Is I can't be much. having my period sync up with nobody. Can't yeah. be getting feminized. <laughs> yeah, look, look at my man over here. Patreon, look at my man over here. What's going on with me, man? <laughs> Yo, do you want to look, look at my look at my body language comparisons? I'm I'm loose. I'm relaxed. Honestly, yeah, I can get you're uptight. I can look get some you. markers out and draw red and green lines on you guys. Yeah. You should. We should get. Yeah, we're gonna need a posture check. My man's all lean. I'm look just me. curious how, how long it's gonna up. take for somebody to put on either the gangster SpongeBob shirt or the high vis, the duck hunt vest. Dude. Well, don't tempt him. He's gonna do it now. I know it's right there. Look, he's not eyeing yet. it. Look at him. He's eyeing it. Nah, not not today, man. If it was before we started, like resist your urges. Are, are you not in a colorful yeah. mood? Is that a Dick Cheney role play? Is there yeah. something? You I just don't want to. I can shoot you with a shotgun. Yeah, I just don't want it to be shot. I can leave. <laughs> I can screen by. I can no, lightly you, win you with acting. some bird shot. It'll you, be chill. But you won't get shot because you're wearing blaze orange. That's the point. Yeah, that what, didn't what, help that guy who was with Cheney. Right? I'll, I'll wing you with some bird shot, and then you have to apologize to me. That's fine. Yeah, yeah I'm just that's saying. That's how it happened. Like publicly, right? I need to. I need you to go up to yeah. a podium. I'd be like, you yeah. actually with like the sling on. Yeah, he actually. It was an accident. That's some gangster. And I'm actually really sorry. Dick Cheney school, yeah. Also, I'm really sorry to to him too. I got in the way of his shot, you know. I mean, he shouldn't have shot his bird, you know. Yeah, I have a, I have a hunch that's all it was about. You know how pissed off showboating. You know how pissed off Dick Cheney was. He didn't kill that guy. Oh, for sure. You know he was he was aiming. He didn't get to make the phone call. That motherfucker was hey, aiming. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't just like wing someone mm. bird shot that Damn. that easily. I like that uh, meme that says like. The guy from the game Hitman killed, uh, fucking what's her name? That actress that Alec Baldwin killed, like oh no, whatever. It was oh, like, yeah, it was him. Oh, Jason wow. Statham. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're using a. He's like using a fake prop to incriminate, or like a trick prop to incriminate the actor. Genius is well, always forty seven. The craziest thing about that is like it was finally like a couple weeks ago it came out that it was determined that he didn't like he was like I never pulled the trigger like it came out that he like he did in fact they they the FBI checked and they were like yeah you did though. Yeah, I mean, oh, he did like, pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, he did pull the trigger. Who was he like, oh, well. though? Did anyone think he didn't pull the yeah. trigger? Yeah, I know, that's yeah. what I'm saying, though. Like, we, we all know Good that, try. but it's like... What if he was like, ah, I tried? It's just crazy. It's like, you, 
you see this shit, and it's like him and like Jussie Smollett. Like nothing happens to these fucking people. It's incredible. Like I mean, how the fuck can you just kill a lady? Hmm. And did Jussie Smollett happen? kill someone? No, he just did a fake hate crime. Oh, yes. Faked a I mean, hate he crime. Got did a fake he got sentenced to jail and never had to go. Like that's true. You know, they're like, yeah, you have to go to fucking jail, and he well, like, the, made a whole thing of crying be, about it. To and be shit. fair, though. They didn't want to send him to jail because he would love it too much. <laughs> so as a real punishment, you're not a little too much fun. They said, you know, we're not gonna just give you a benefit here. <laughs> Yo, like, you, you guys... seem to like really like being chased by large men, large Nigerian men. He's like I would hate that. Please don't. <laughs> Have you guys seen not the jail. videos? No. Of R. Kelly singing in prison. Oh fuck no, bro! It's R. On? Kelly. It's like the fucking cell yeah. block, oh, and it's man. like this giant open room. And it's like he's resonating with vaulted there. ceilings. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a cathedral. Black Jesus, and he's Steve. just like, but my body. And they're all like, yeah, sing, Kelly. <laughs> they're all like, slow. you know, they're all just like, sing for us, R. <laughs> they're all like That's slow dance, air humping, like, dude. They're all. They're all doing that fucking like 2006 kids, YouTube thing where kids? they're fucking yeah, humping yeah, couches. Yes, exactly. They're just kids. Dude. They're humping the fucking toilet wine. That's what they're doing. Oh yeah, dude. Sounds I've seen lit. some wild prison videos like them like grilling with the steps, using the steps as a yeah. fucking yeah. grill, and like they got like Rolexes on with diamonds and shit. And I'm like, is prison even a real place? Does it even? Have exist? you ever watched like YouTube? Like, they have like a prison recipe channels and shit like that where people get out of prison. Yeah, and there's like, a guy. Oh, some of my yeah. favorite bodybuilders did that shit. Yeah. There's a guy, he's really dope. I've talked about him before. His name's Larry Lawton. And, I've heard the uh, name. Yeah, he's a jewel thief. He did like like fucking Ocean's Eleven heists and shit like that. You need to return to tradition on criminals. His right? trick yeah. was he would hide them up that his was ass. Cool. So he, he has a channel. Called Diamond Ass Larry. <laughs> so he talks about all his like old escapades, but it'll also show you like, yo, this is how we ate good in prison. I shit you not. You know how they would boil water? They oh. would like hijack like some electrical outlet or something, and they would like basically run a current through a shower drain oh my god and like basically the electricity running through it the water would boil it and they're like yeah this is how you make your ramen and shit like, good lord damn that is, that's fucking uh that's some next level engineering yeah dude. build your immune system well here's the well. thing though here's what you got to think about prison is that there's a lot of really smart fucking people oh sure in prison and so what happens is you take some of the most violent people who are also conniving, mm. who are also quick to pull one over on people, who are very apt to breaking rules, and they're smart. They've been they've known how to get around rules their whole life. Yeah. It's probably only one little slip up yeah. is the reason they're in this place to begin with. So when you have a guy like Larry Lawton, the guy's getting away with it for decades, yeah. right? The guy's fucking brilliant. And so, yeah, you're going to have like electrical engineers who are in there and people who are like, yeah, I know how to fry rice on the stairs. Don't like, worry. you know? Yeah, so there's actually, you know, he's It's actually, a breeding ground for that shit. Yeah, you, you get a lot of, in, like, you know, ingenious thinking, like new ways to have gay sex. It's well, they get... Actually, innovators for sure. Well, you can cook up in there, you <laughs> this know? This might be something that you might be familiar with. Um, speaking of prisons, uh, I've been thinking a lot about, like, the whole idea of, like, self-censorship and stuff lately. Mm. And there's a prison style. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's basically if you'd imagine a prison that's set up like in a giant ring. Panopticon. Panopticon. Yeah, yeah. And there's one tower in the middle. Yeah. And so you can have thousands of guards or excuse me, thousands of inmates, and, but only like two or five guards, because the idea is that, you know, you don't know where the guard tower is looking at all times. Yeah. So five people can keep a thousand people on lock. 
just because you're like, oh, I can't see up in there. I don't know if they're looking at me, so I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, you can't misbehave. Right? So that whole panopticon of like what we're living in today, like people self-censor so much because they think that the eye of Sauron is going to be on them, not necessarily from like an authoritarian standpoint, but like, you know, a social standpoint of like half the time the people in the panopticon aren't even fucking looking at you and they don't even give a fuck. So yeah. just speak really your mind. Well, it's, it's the threat of it is the real thing. It's, it, the, right, threat. it's the threat. It's the threat that like something could go wrong or you could be found out or you could be uh, attacked and like deplatformed and essentially driven out of so- society as a whole. Yeah. Like a lot of these fucking guys have been lately. You that's know? not a real arrangement though, right? Isn't like from a, like a sci-fi I, I think kind that's, of... I think that was like... I feel like Russia did that. I feel like a lot of like... Third world countries have jails like, like that. I well, like also a lot of their jails are fucking shitholes. I feel like prisoners get away with a lot more, with a lot more security than they would have in a panopticon. Just because, like, a lot of times, even now, like people create distractions, you know, for guards and stuff like that, where they go and then like, and then also like, you can just overpower like two fucking. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but like, I get the idea of it from like a more intellectual thought experiment. I think it's like a relic from like. Probably Cold War era or yeah. something. Just yeah. from the chair. yeah, like Siberian war it's camps. Definitely from, yeah. It's definitely from like places where like mass lockups were happening. Like where it was just sweeps. They were just getting whoever someone ratted on you. You're going to jail. Like something simple like that where they were just like they didn't like you and they're like, yeah, he's uh, he's a political dissident. My neighbor, straight to jail. And like all these people were just getting swept off the streets. Like I'm sure China has fucking panopticons. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised that they don't have something like that over there. Cause they probably have a TV show where it's like undercover boss, but it's like the guy who's in the panopticon. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> the guard, I am the new prisoner the today. He's like, he's like, you guys know if that guy's in there? They're like, no. Well, I guess I was like, more curious working. about how like, okay, if you understand the thought experiment, then like that same kind of parallel can be drawn to like how people self-censor. For yeah. sure. And I think, I think it does a disservice to you know just general discourse as a whole oh, yeah. when those conversations don't get had out of fear because of threat of either violence or ostracization social violence or whatever i don't know well, no a- i think that's definitely true especially like there's a we joke a lot about like fed shit like uh, he's a fed that's a fed feds are listening mm-hmm. but in reality there's just so much fucking noise happening with like all the contents constantly generated on social media and stuff but the reality is we're probably, like, far off a list. We're not interesting enough. Right. I but mean, like, that's, I see yeah. a lot of meme pages. They're like, yeah. you're not interesting enough for the feds to be fucking giving a shit about you. The only time like, I kind of got nervous about it was when I, I was in multiple group chats on Twitter where, like, people who are, like, mutuals with me were having, like, agents show up at their yeah. house and basically, like, intimidate them. And I was like, right, I'm going to take a break for a while. But then I came back. Everything was well, copacetic. And, there, and there's been a lot of stories in the past few years of feds showing up at people's house for, like, pretty innocuous bullshit. Yeah. Like, over a tweet. Do you think that's just, you know? like... Just a blatant show of force. It is. It absolutely. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, just, usually they hey, have, you're on our radar. When yeah. they do that, they don't have anything against you at that yeah. point. They just show up with like a fucking binder with some tweets in it. And they're like, hey, we're we watching. Just, uh, yeah. We were supposed to come out here and check on you, you know because what? of X, Y, Z, you know, because of what you said online. I've also been thinking of just like the idea of it, though. Like, even if it didn't even happen, the idea of just telling a bunch of people like, hey, this happened is enough to like. Have other people talk about it enough? Yeah, yeah. To freak people out too. Like, it's a it's a freezing effect. You I know? see that shit on Reddit all the time. It's like, it's, I see like clearly it's like it looks like bot accounts posting something to like, and just the idea that the discourse is being like dr- dr- like driven that way is interesting to me too. Like, 
I, I don't know if they are bot accounts or not, but I, I assume. Oh, it definitely is. I assume I like every account on Reddit is now. A no, bot I am fully I'm in support of dead net theory. Yeah. Like that, that has to be. Or a I thing. almost even think there's like AI that may have been made that's like escaped and kind of doing its own thing. That's I, now, I feel, yes, I feel like that's a yeah. thing right that's now. That's a really I feel interesting like theory I've heard. Right now. You want to kind of like go into that a little? It's bit? just like the idea of like just the idea of like all these botnets out there that are happening. Like I, I kind of refuse to believe at this point because of like all the chicanery I've seen of like articles that slowly reveal like what companies have been doing with AI yeah. I find it very hard to believe that there's not one that's like escaped and started doing its own thing at some point like I mean I'm sure like that, well, that, that leans into theories a lot of like the idea of like it gaining sentience and, and I wholeheartedly do, believe but. that at the end of the day <laughs> I stand by the fact that <laughs> machines can never be sentient sure. AI can never fundamentally be no. self-aware yeah, I don't or think anything so. like but what what can happen is we kind of ha- create this like uh pandora's box situation where we create this ai algorithmic reproducing kind of learning program that you know kind of turns into terminator and so it looks like it's this evil thing that's like attacking us but it's just it's programmed to learn and respond. It's just doing what it's supposed to do. Right. Yeah. So, and actually, you know what? The big thing about the Google Lambda, remember how the Google yeah. engineer was talking about the Lambda thing becoming sentient? Right. There's no actual, like, proof of any of that. It was literally just, like, the feeling. Like, the yeah, guy, like... Yeah, you can't, like, gauge it. Plus, the guy was, like, uber-spiritual and thought, yeah. like... Yeah. So he signed consciousness. I would never say this either, but in in Google's defense too, like he, they found out he was fucking the server. So like he was crossing a bunch of lines. Yeah, he had, like wired a flesh. His proof in. was basically like he asked it, like, "Are you sentient?" And he's like, "Yes." He's like, he made an oh AI. God, he made an AI green. just for his auto blow. Yeah. He was like, he was like, "You're really gonna take Jessica away from me?" They're like, "You can't keep doing this." Great. You're not allowed to name it. I don't know. So like, like we've, been really been, we've been super cool about this the whole time until now. We let you set up your little goon station in here. But no. So what we're looking at though, like if if we're buying into the dead net theory, that like at least fifty percent, some estimates upwards of eighty percent of the internet content comments and just interactions that you see are completely fabricated yeah either by troll farms that are being paid to do it so it's like people acting a certain way or it's legit just like bots and ai algorithmic like bot responses and i and i've heard this theory that like this thing could like get away and run away from us i've even heard some people speculating that q q as a psyop was actually like an ai some people are like it could be an ai from the future <coughs> coming back to like fuck with us and some weird let shit. Us know about I don't Trump. know. It could be some <laughs> yeah, wild I shit. Know, I don't know. There's all kinds of schizo rabbit holes you yeah. can go down, but to 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 say that humans aren't capable of like creating something like Pandora's that box could level, fuck up, yeah, dude. We've I mean, done, we're fallible. We made nuclear bombs. Yes. Like, <laughs> now you need to figure out how many accounts that I've been sexting. That are fake. Robots now. They weren't real ladies. All my Filipina girlfriends. Yeah, all of, actually, uh, you have a coven of Filipina women <laughs> who, like, send drawings. Like, weirdly, what? like, drawings of <laughs> Like, literally, this girl sent a drawing of, I'm, you have to blur his name out, obviously. For, uh, this I knew man. he was going to do this again, too. And the motherfucker's eyebrows are so perfectly captured. It's, it's such a weird detail. I'm like, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. Do they do this because they like you? Do they just think you're handsome? Yeah, or do I they... guess so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Why else would they do it? I mean, is it <laughs> is it your memes? Do they fair. love your memes? No, they just, they just, they just love his at anarchoclo.com. You're just a good, or whatever a good the study fuck. subject. They're bots. Yeah, they're, they're not real people. 
No, they're real people. Okay, I was gonna say. I don't know. I, I choose real to believe. Fi- I choose to believe they're <laughs> real, real Filipino too. women. Dude. Although it would be really funny. If I don't they, know if I'm it really was an AI. The, I'm if really it, big in the Philippines. If it was an AI artist, it probably would have been a much better drawing. Let's just I say bet. it'd be really funny if it was like a coven of like long con did artists. Did y'all see that shit where they like trying to build trust for like months and then finally be like, I need some. Rookies. It would take a lifetime to build my trust. I think, gra- <laughs> I think will. graphic designers are slowly being phased out right now. It's scary, man. Like, because like an AI won like an art contest recently. It's incredible. The shit that AI, uh, those uh, AI art generators can yeah. do. Oh, dude. Yeah. Incredible. Actually, like, I had Dolly, an AI. Dolly was kind of rudimentary. <laughs> But like, there's that yeah. new one that's like the Discord bot you well, can add. Well, and Dolly like Mini was a, Dolly Mini was just a free version of like Dolly Expansive. Yeah. So it was like, it was supposed to get you to kind of buy or like subscribe to like the actual Dolly yeah, service. Right. But the Dolly Mini, the free version, was like kind of shit, but it was still yeah. kind of impressive. Still. Well, there's this one that uh, it's a bot in our. We have the bot in our Discord, and we people, my f- brother's friends, love messing with them. Um, but it's called Mid Journey Bot, and that one like does really Mid. super. Mid. It does like really super detailed, like good ones. Like no, you I've give seen it, prom- one, you dude. can give it very specific prompts, I did. and it will like. I've even put heard... out something very. Yo, cl- instead I, of being like garbled I, and fucked up, it's yeah. very. I searched clear. on that. I put gay version of, and it just showed a picture of you. No, can you <laughs> shut oh, no. the fuck up and stop making more work for me? <laughs> that is true. Um, no, there was a. We a should fucking... clap every time someone says someone's name. So yeah, you know Zaza. <laughs> Wait, we had a clap on three. <laughs> is it, is it all three Wait, count? We need a three count. One, two, three, clap? Or do it th- okay, three so, is clap. I've also heard, this was actually several years ago before like AI technology really took off. There was a guy, I think like on like Tumblr or something weird, that created an AI black metal album. Oh. And, and he fed it a lot of like black metal whatevers. Like albums and shit, yeah. and it learned, and it just con- and, and kind of amalgamated produced all the sounds, and it actually made like riffs and blast beats and cool shit. Okay, but you just fed it beans. There was also another point. I posted a story on the Uncle Ted's Instagram where I got an ad for a program that will write articles for you, and basically you feed it articles that you've written, so it learns your writing style. Oh God! And then you can give it a prompt. And, like, basically, they're saying the quiet part out loud. Like, they're marketing, they're openly marketing programs that will write articles. So, when you look at shit, now you can't even be fucking certain that, like, a USA Today or, like, a fucking New York Post or Washington Post, you can't be certain that anything you read isn't written by literal AI. And I also guarantee most of those articles they take, they feed through a system to make sure it's, like right you know like even those things that like fix sentences for you and shit like that's all kind of part of that stuff i mean i feel like those things are like they're interesting but they're not quite as spooky as the concept of like a sentient ai it's just like hurdles it's like tests that we can like push this kind of new learning machine stuff on and it's not really anything that's like the implications are scary but it doesn't really like do anything it's just like it's like a it's like an exhibition of what, like, the potentiality of it is. Right. I, I think it could potentially be scary in the sense that an AI would be able to produce so much content that, like, when you're seeing, like, when we talk about, like, the mainstream media or the corporate media, they can just overwhelm, like, kind of alternative sources of content so that they're, like, flooded out of, like, the discourse well, almost. It feels like that already happened. It's, it's already like, happening. Already but, happened, like, yeah. You know? Imagine that, but with the power of AI, where you don't have, like, all these kind of uh, journos kind of well, working tirelessly. Also How much of that too? Because like you're limiting this. You can also or like, comments or things like you that. You can remove yeah. words that from like appearing ever, and like you could like yeah. You sort of like yeah. 
Yeah, you start li- limiting the, the scope of language that people are Well, again, are seeing, we're, so. we're talking about things that are happening right now. Like, you can go on Twitter and type in no-no words so that when people respond to you and they say, like, fat whale. Mm. It just doesn't <laughs> they appear. Can't, yeah, they yeah. can't comment fat whale yeah, or whatever. But, up, yeah. And it's the same thing with the AI controlling and flooding narratives. I mean, we saw that. Even Zuckerberg came out. I mean, granted, this is a human intervention, but what they do is that humans intervene and they use AI to basically censor stuff and they use the no-no words and the video links and everything to when you go on Facebook and you try to share a Hunter Biden laptop story going up to the election, right? Facebook suppress that yep. through their AI and their algorithms and, you know, this is all a bunch of tech stuff. I mean, you probably understand a lot more than we do. But right now we're looking at a lot of human-driven intervention. It's where, like, humans are using AI as tools. For their goals. Right. And I think one of the the slippery slopes that people are worried about is, like, will humans eventually create something that gets out of their hands and stops yeah. being a tool for humans and starts being, like, its own force. Yeah. You know, I which is something that... that Ted K, Uncle Ted talked right. about a hell of a lot. I think he kind of like envisioned a lot of just like where things were going, even he in the 90s. It, I mean, I think he could see it coming. I mean, because he was like, Ted's like highly intelligent. Like, he's like crazy smart. You know, I don't know what it, I don't know if you ever got IQ tested. I didn't see it on his wiki. I think he had to. It was one or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. They so said, which high. is insane. So the way IQ tests work is if you have an IQ of 100, that means you're on track for your age. Mm. So if I'm 30 and I have an IQ of 100, I have the 30-year-old brain. So, But he was young and had the IQ of 167, which Which means he had like an adult, fully developed, like mathematical genius prodigy brain. Um, He skipped two grades, actually, and went to college at 16. Yeah, graduated from high school when he was 15. Went and to college went to, at went sixteen. To Harvard, and then immediately started getting experimented on, basically. So let's let's yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's let's take our time getting into this. Yeah, let's dial it back. <laughs> and uh, this is something we've wanted to do for a while. We've we've taken our namesake, yeah. of course, Uncle Ted from the illustrious and lovable, just fun, the affable. jester guy, <laughs> the affable, fun guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was just yeah. a fun guy. Uh, lived out in the woods, bit eccentric, you know. Bit eccentric, yeah. Did some no-no things mm-hmm. that we don't condone. Who hasn't? For sure. Yeah, we've all fucked up. Yeah. We're all sinners in the eyes of God. For sure. So true. But, uh, yeah, we figured, like we mentioned, coming up on about a year, <laughs> it's a chaos cast. It's a boy's night. Yeah. So, uh, the homies here. Yeah, I figured it'd be a good time to kind of dig into some Ted K shit. And uh, I knew, like, cursory yeah, knowledge about him, like very surface level stuff. But I was listening to some podcasts and watched some videos, and uh, I don't know. I feel like I, I learned a lot about just his. Uh, I guess his formative years, I think, had a lot to do with his actions later in life, 100%. which is usually the case with like serial killers, violent people, and shit like that. Yeah, but I guess my my big thing is I just find it so fascinating that such a brilliant mind was also capable of such, you know, acts of depravity and violence. Well, I think that's kind of the double-edged sword of high IQ, you know? It's like, I mean, literally, if you want to lean into the trope of, like, the evil villains are always usually really smart, you know, in any, like, in any kind of, like, popular culture media you see, like, the evil villain is usually an intelligent guy. 
Only yeah. only when he gets foiled, he acts like a dupe and fucks up, you know. But usually they're highly intelligent. That's kind of the concept, you know. It was that trope of you know the more intelligent you are, the harder it is to get pussy. So true. That's why you know. Our that's why Musk That's exists. why I ain't got none. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Aren't uh, aren't people trying to rewrite part of his identity that he was struggling with his gender gender identity or something? We, like were, that? Just we were just talking, talking about, about that. that. Elon Musk. So yeah, no. Re- there's a part in the Wikipedia like where it. do you know that do you know the story? Right here. What, like what's the story? Uh, my, I've only I haven't read about it in depth, but I've, you know I, I run in these kind of circles on Twitter and whatever, and, and people have talked about or I've seen like uh, references to him in parts of his journals, maybe referencing struggling with maybe his concept of masculinity or something like that. Maybe um, not fully subscribing to like he was struggling. With, so the story goes, he was struggling with like some aspect of his gender identity. I mean, I got the fucking wiki right here. Yeah, read yeah, the Wikipedia. So- So it says, for a period of several weeks in 1966, Kaczynski experienced intense sexual fantasies of being a female and decided to undergo gender transition. He arranged to meet with a psychiatrist, but changed his mind in the waiting room and did not disclose his reason for making the appointment. Afterwards, enraged, he considered killing the psychiatrist and other people whom he hated. (laughs) Kaczynski described this point in this episode as a major turning point in his life, and he felt disgusted about what his uncontrolled sexual cravings that almost led him to. So, got a little incel brain, I think. Might have been what happened. You think it was incel brain? I think it was incel brain. I think think Ted might have been the first incel. That sounds about right. You know, I could see that. Might have been one of the first incels. Either the first incel or an unsung trans hero. That too, you know, yeah, you or anti-hero. I guess. No, I saw some. St- I saw some dumbass Twitter posts where like Ted Kaczynski even was trans. So like I like I don't even remember well, what the rest crazy of it was. We were was talking like, about right, shut the fuck up before the cast of how like again I I've heard cursory stuff about Ted throughout my life, but I feel like that would have come up. Find me a documentary before this year. Or anything before this year that they've made about him that mentions that at all. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I, I think that's I, I some, feel like it's a rewrite. I think that's some trans retcon and shit. You know, like they're retcon and they're trying to claim him. Yeah, they're trying to pick him up, that's dude. A, that's an interesting side switch to do. Could you imagine, like, you know, Dave Chappelle did the racial draft? Could you imagine doing a trans draft and then just being like, "No, we want Kaczynski." So yeah. like, I, I can't imagine that. Yeah, because <laughs> I would if I was trans. I'd be like, I want, I want Kaczynski for sure. And Aerosmith. What is it, yeah. Steven Tyler? I need Steven Tyler yeah. and Ted Kaczynski on my team. <laughs> I don't even think he's team. human. He can't be transsexual or, or transgender. He's not even a person. Well, once you get that much plastic and whatever and heroin in you, I guess you might not be a person. Yeah, and you smoke that many cartons of cigarettes, you just become embalmed from the inside out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just from all the formaldehyde and your Marlboro lights. So do you think um, you mentioned something about his intelligence in relation to his violence? Do you think that was a, I don't know, like contributor to it, or because my understanding was that his experiences in university may have a lot of people suspect that would have contributed more harshly to it. Well, I think he, I, I think uh, to talk about the university thing and that psychological experiment he took part in. Yeah, that I think he was unaware he was taking part in. Because I think that's the part they neglect to talk about is that like he didn't know that it was going to be like this thing where. They they pump you up and they gas you up and make you think you're like super intelligent. Yeah, it's like before like uh, MR like what was it uh, review boards and shit like that. Yeah, like, IRBs. Like, they sat there and they like gassed him up and like these people. It's like that episode of It's Always Sunny where they make Charlie think he's smart. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know it's just like that. Like yeah. they gas him up and they're like, oh my god, you're incredible. Like 
wow, your philosophy is incredible. And they made him like espouse his personal beliefs mm-hmm. and write papers and write and they were shit about it. papers. And that yeah. was the whole thing. It was like, it was personal. Like it, it this is like my they core values. Down to who he was. And then, person, they, then yeah. they take the person that you've been doing this to the whole time that you've built trust in because you've been exposing yourself to them and then made them berate you and make fun of you. And they brought ev- a bunch of people in a bunch of other doctors. They and completely shit flip the script. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Then they, and they play it on the screen. They even play videos of you. Right, doing the things you were doing and so, laugh at you the whole time. So they yeah. basically do what every woman I've ever dated has done yeah. to me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to? We gotta dig through some deeply seated trauma here. Yeah, if you subscribe now to the Patreon, <laughs> you too can uncover deep seated dramas. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you're not smart enough to make bombs. We don't have to worry about you. Yeah, yeah, that's true as well. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't want that false advertising yeah. out there. You are not going to resolve any trauma by coming to our Patreon. No. If anything, yeah. you'll get more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you but will you just can't become learn... more anxious. <laughs> you can't learn how to build bombs. <laughs> <laughs> it, Stop it. What the fuck? Why do we invite you? <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. That's a good joke. That was a good, it was good. It was a, no, good, it was a good, joke. good joke. We we just talked about getting knocks on our door, dude. Yeah. I we don't, also talked about... There are not, no bombs in this basement. We talked no about bombs. not being important. Enough. There's fertilizer. Don't worry. Though. If you go to the Patreon, yeah. it's just like Hotep stuff yeah. and other weird shit that I post. Yeah. So it's fine. It's when not, I say making bombs, I mean making a song like... Tim, yeah, dr- uh, like Tim did. Pool, yeah. <laughs> a like, bomb ass track, a bomb ass song that's no, really sick. On to iTunes, to. That's really good to listen to. It's a good song. I, like, I kind of liked it at three minutes. I'll tell you. At three minutes, I no. didn't hate it at three minutes. So I guess bringing it back to the psychological experiment <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, fair. We, we, we also skipped over a lot of like early trauma he experienced. Sure. So this this college thing, right? We have to look at him as like a 16-year-old. By this point, he's maybe 17, 18, 19, because he took part in this experiment over the course of several years. Mm. And that's kind of always up for debate. Like, some people say he was unwitting, and some people say that, like, like the uh, people, the doctors are always going to say, like, oh, no, I was up front. Well, and people mm. also believe it was part of MK Ultra. Yeah. Of course, yeah. there's that whole tie-in. So there's a lot of lore and speculation around it, but the only thing we need to know is that he did absolutely take part in abusive experiments. Yeah, that was 100%. And it, and it yeah. he could have known about it. He could not have known about it. It could have even been MK Ultra. But what happened was he was very abused in a very vulnerable position. Yeah. So you couple that with, you know, being a, 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 a math prodigy and so smart, he's jumping grades. Yeah. So... He's also not really around his peers or as social, much. Yeah, socialized. Socially like inept. Yeah. Um, it's like the Riddler origin story. There's also <laughs> a story, it. if you guys know about, when he was really young, he came down with like a really bad case of the hives. Yeah. Right. And what happened was he went to the hospital, and for like a, a number of days, maybe even like a week or more, I don't have the exact time. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, but he, the doctors isolated him and he wasn't allowed any human contact. And he was like very young. Yeah. And uh that obviously shapes a person, you know, to the point where they like I even read somewhere they would show him pictures of like what of like doctors. Well, it said he was being pinned down by the doctors so they could check out his hives. Right. And so they would show him pictures of like doctors and stuff and what they were doing to him and he would like physically recoil. 
He was like a feral kid. Because he, he got isolated and it freaked him the fuck out. He got manhandled yeah. by doctors. And then when he wasn't being manhandled, they completely ignored him yeah. and said, no one's allowed to touch you, I mean, not even your own family. That's trauma-inducing. No so matter, like, is it any uh, surprise that his targets were like technologists and universities when he was like uh, bombing shit? Well, that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, that certainly could have something to do with it. I think he also, though... Bringing be- bringing in the university angle, he was very involved in universities his whole life. I mean, yeah. he went to one at an early age. He worked at them. So he was involved in academia. And I think it's even something I experienced when I worked in. I, I wouldn't say I worked in academia because I didn't work at a university level. Sure. Um, but working in education in general, like it fucking jades a person, especially someone like Ted K, who is like a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk a lot. I'm very open about the fact that I left teaching because I wasn't jiving with like the school system and I didn't felt like I fit in. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I was thriving and therefore the students were suffering because I wasn't at my best. And so I think <coughs> him targeting the universities and, and those kinds of people was because he was so intimately involved with that field and knew the kind of bullshit that was going on behind sure. the scenes. Well, and I think he was always, I mean, they talk about throughout his like wiki that he was a very socially isolated child. Like, and even once he was in school, like everything's socially isolated. So he didn't get to go through the normal kind of growth process that all of us had like going through school with the same kids every year that kind of shit like he missed all that Mm -hmm. and i think you can kind of reflect upon that that, like that can damage a child like not being properly socialized just like we've seen the past two years with the mask all these kids out of school and the mask and fucked up shit look at us down here we got a yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what whole, no touch does to him. Yeah, we got a whole generation of weirdos coming up right now that like in fucking like 15 years are going to be a fucking problem, you know? Like from all this like weird psychological shit that's gone on the past 2 years. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's so, I mean, I've seen a lot of like stuff online schools. where they're talking about like these people are like, "Yeah, my kids are doing great on everything except like talking," you know, like cuz they haven't had that fucking interaction. When did Ted die? He's still alive. He's yeah, alive. he's in a supermax. Yeah, he's in, yeah, he serving eight consecutive life sentences. Yeah, he's oh, out in the fuck. he's out in the Colorado one where they fucking bury. When was he arrested? Then Nine, early nineties, right? Early, yeah, yeah. early nineties. But he uh, he has terminal cancer now. Yeah, he has terminal cancer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's. I wonder. You out. know, he's probably got some fucking Manson fucking stands, like some Manson like. Oh yeah, bitches I mean, trying honestly, to marry him. I was him thinking and, today about trying to find like. Uh, Trying to find the address. You can write him. And I wanted to write him and kind of ask him some questions and see if he has any kind of like, like what's his reflection on what he today will, is looking like. So from my understanding, um, if you don't read all of his literature before you write him shit, he's going to get really frustrated because like he's already written at length about a lot of the shit going on. Because I've, I've been in subreddits where it's all like anarcho-primitivists and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and they've, yeah. they've written him and like he'll shit on you in, in a response letter if you like, like I, I already addressed this in my second book. Uh, blah, 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 like. yeah, which, yeah. which, hey, I fully respect. Yeah. Fully respect. I mean, yeah, I get it. Like. <laughs> And also, too, the whole idea of anarcho- but also it's like you have time, you know, like yeah, <laughs> like you're not doing anything. You know, right but now. the idea of anarcho primitivism, like I, I feel like I really jive with that, and it was something that I feel like I kind of understood as a worldview, but didn't have the word for it until we were talking about it. Because yeah. I know you're you're a literature head, you're much more well versed than I am. I'm retarded, like I'm basically illiterate, so I get all my like book knowledge from like you guys. 
Right. You guys give me the cliff notes, the spark notes, Those right? Those who dare to turn pages. Some Pretty people much. are well, so... Don't wrote me into that, but Some yeah. people are so primitivist that they're anti-written language. Some of them are anti-spoken language. They just want to go back to grunting. You know, like, I, didn't even think, I, didn't even, I honestly didn't think that was real. I always thought, like, yeah. when you see the green and black flag memes where it's like, uh, you and anarcho primitives about to get killed by a tiger because you don't have glasses because they were made by man. Like, <laughs> but it's like I can jive with that. You know how much do we talk about? You know, return to fucking nature, become self sufficient. You know, rely on local communities. I, also, I can't that's, see without glasses. But that's that's <laughs> and sure. I mean, you don't have to take it that fucking far, I guess. But you know, but I think do. the central tenets, and that's yeah. that's what's so fascinating is that. You know, humans are humans, and they're always going to tribe up, and people are always going to want to be purists, and sure, that's why I hate isms, yeah, honestly. Yeah. And that's one thing I really don't like about the whole intellectual crowd. Yeah, is how like they throw around all these isms, and they have all these one words they scry- that they yeah. try to condense like full paragraphs into one word, and well, then they use ten of those words in one sentence, and it's like, oh well, if you're not as smart as me, then you don't understand that the accelerationist and that the yeah, blah blah well, blah blah blah. blah. People- and I'm just like, if I don't know your ism, then I can't keep up. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, all I'm saying is that Ted touches on I think what a lot of people feel deep down but they have a hard time articulating. Yeah. Ted did a good job of putting into words what a lot of people are feeling. Yeah, well, it's like that feeling when you're driving and you're just like, why is the world so fucking shit? Like, and, like, what's the alternative here? If only and he, he kind of, like, he came up with his own kind of concept around that, like the alternative, essentially. He could have been like Tom York and just made a really good album, you know. Like, okay, yeah, he could have just gone out into know. the, the woods, been, been in a been, cabin, and done like some electro synth pop. He's like just, a nice Roland <laughs> Looper, you know. Like, he could have like, really done the thing, you know. Yeah, he could have just had some nice synthesizer pop he music. Been the coolest. Imagine music. if t- Uncle Ted was a Moog guy, yeah, like a Moog synth guy. It wouldn't be a far departure from where he is. Almost, yeah, for sure. I could almost see it. Yeah, lighting fire to his like one formative event, like in his like those early years, kind of could have. Put him on that trajectory for sure. Well, it's something definitely put him on a trajectory. Yeah, he actually changes <laughs> the meaning of K-pop. It's actually like <laughs> revolutionary <Kaczynski> pop. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we've kind of set up Ted the man. You know, it, yeah, we've, we've, we've kind of gone over his, his early yeah. life. We've we've discussed a lot of the traumatic events he's been through. Um, not chronologically, because there's a lot of schizophrenia in well, this basement. Why would I do that? Why would I ever do anything on linear time? <clears throat> but I did. I did kind of want to get into, I guess, what were his main like points? Because, again, he does a good job articulating what a lot of people are feeling. And and he even called it because he was committing these crimes in the early mid-90s. And uh, yeah. communi- or not Communist Manifesto, his <laughs> manifesto <laughs> came out in, what, 95? Uh, it came out sooner than that, I think. No, was it was 95. He mailed the letters to him. See, he started his bombings, I think, in the early 80s, right? Yeah, but the, the manifesto was sent to all the places okay. in 95. In the yes. 90s. And Industrial. I, think they hel- I think they held on to it for a while and nobody published it. Well, I think he sent it under the the pretense that they would publish it. Or it was something like that. Well, it was... he In full. He told them that he would rem- like remove himself from terroristic activities if they published it. Oh, is that what it that was? That was like the bargain. He's like, I'll stop blowing shit up if you guys publish my manifesto. And so, like, Janet and by Re- publish it, he, he wanted them to run it on the news. Yeah, in full. Yeah, it was like it was on like the whole paper. He wanted yeah. he wanted Front all page, the news stations like, to read it. Yeah, and and say, hey, 
this is Ted's shit. This is what he thinks. Well, this is what the Unabomber thinks. Right. This is what the Unabomber thinks. Um, yeah, because it got to the point where Janet Reno, like, and the FBI head at the time, they were like, yeah, we, like, got to publish this. Because they had, since, like, it started, like, that was, like, the most costly operation they've ever had. Like, they spent so much time, like, chasing dead leads and trying to figure shit out and, like, could not fucking find him. Like, they, they had no fucking clue. Like, the FBI was completely in the dark on the whole fuck. Like, they are in most things, you know? Have you ever read uh, Industrial Society and its Future? Oh, actually, I happen to have... A copy? My copy with me. Right here. You haven't read it yet, though? Oh, no, I've read it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I read it. It's good. I like it. Like, on the first page, maybe, uh, well, maybe in print, it might be uh, beyond the first page. Yeah. Or like, in maybe this, the second, or maybe, like, the fourth paragraph. Like, the first section, for sure, is just, like, his analysis of, like, the psychology of the modern leftist. He does, yeah. He really fucking rails on those. <laughs> and he fucking he he nails it really well. Cause I mean, he identifies um, kind of ostensibly, maybe like loosely left adjacent or something like that. I'll give you my layman's gist of is that he sees the current progress of industrial society and what it's doing is that the lead up to now to where he was sitting had fucked things up. Like he watched uh, the nature around where he was in Montana get like fucked up by industry like logging and whatever else and he was like yeah like you can't even live in the woods alone anymore. i think his summation of it is basically in the first sentence of the manifesto i think it's that the industrial revolution its consequences have, have been a disaster disaster for, the human, for human yeah and um that's basically his whole thing and he has like kind of elements to it where he almost seems like positive like he's against almost it seems to me like civilization as a whole he describes like modern activists as like over socialized and so much so that they're ineffectual so that they they integrate so much of like what is considered like all the social mores and such that they are ineffectual and that the social mores are there to basically um, propagate um, the current progress society. So like things like being anti-violence, you know, violence shouldn't be outside the scope of political discourse if you want to affect change, which is why he was like very much a proponent of like doing these things. He's like, well, the only reason why I can't do these things because these things actually do spark change. And so like when people say like, you know, violence doesn't solve anything we all kind of know like somewhere in our heart like maybe that's not always true yeah, <laughs> like, I don't, yeah so that, that might kind of not his, necessarily yeah. be true so like, he was like kind of like, the ultimate like even fed by like a ruling class to like keep you um from like revolting and things like yeah that. it's it's like uh it's like packaged values almost that, yeah like are dished out to people to you can like like if you look at even like um let's look at culture war like what happens with that on the left and the right? Like these values are dished out and like your outrage is peddled to you by like Fox news or CNN. And it's meant to be completely ineffectual. Like it doesn't make you nothing happens, you know, at it the end waters of the day. down the actual feeling of anger. Because yeah. You're, you're, you're exposed to it so many times you can't actually do anything about it, but it's like, you know, and, and they always say that like, Oh yeah, violence doesn't solve anything, but it's like, and then you, some, sometimes you like, you look in like France and you're like, yeah, but those motherfuckers like flipped over cars and they have like three months off work. I think that I'm like, look, like, like I'm a pussy. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, man, we'll take time off. Yeah. But you know I mean? <laughs> don't, don't, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think and that was something he said a lot was that he firmly believed that violence was necessary to get his word out which again tying into the whole you know like i'll stop if you publish it like his whole thing was like he wrote this but he lived out in the woods 
who the fuck is going to read some bullshit? Some guy out, yeah, oh, some guy out in the woods. So, yeah, pub- just publishing it wasn't the answer. You know? yeah, yeah, so, you know, he kind of... And again, you look at censoring viewpoints. If he goes to some book company with this shit, they're not going to publish that. It's not. it's 95. You know, we're right around the dot-com bubble. Computers are really starting to, you know, set in and take its foothold. Technology is taking its foothold on humanity. So no, I, I he he firmly believed that violence was the only way to get his message yeah, out, his and and it sounds yeah. like we kind of all a little bit agree with that. Well, not only not that, condoning well, his violence. I wouldn't own this if he didn't do what he did. Exactly. Right. At the end of the I day, I wouldn't say it's the only way to get your message out, but I will say. Uh, Countless people have used violence to send messages. A lot of people did. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I mean, it's the basis so, of terrorism. Almost all of you do. I mean, almost all of the Bronze Age was uh, violence to get your point across. Right. Patrice you know? O'Neill is a bit like he's like, I'm not going to try and unite black and white people right now. He's like, because I'm going to get killed. He's like, everybody who's ever tried to do that <laughs> is killed. killed. Yeah. But when it comes back to publishing, like, not only maybe would no one have wanted to publish it, but even if he stayed in academia, like. He wouldn't have been able to publish that through like university presses because it would have been outside the scope of his expertise. Like exactly, his expertise so in mathematics. It's, it's, it's like a sociological yeah. point that he's yeah, making yeah. or something. He would have turned into like a David Foster Wallace type guy, where he like wore a headband, wrote a really large book that nobody read, and then probably killed himself. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that is all I know about David Foster Wallace. <laughs> I do have Infinite Jest, and I will read it one day. Just not I, this. That was my year. favorite thing about university: was going to people's house, and be like, "Oh, Infinite, Infinite Jest." Oh, very, you got a copy of that too? Huh? Oh, very cool. <laughs> well, good door, so good doorstop. Yeah. If it was just a book about working at McDonald's, like a, like a day and night journal, like just very realistically, like for like 365 days, that's the book, you know. There's no joke. It's just that's the, <laughs> yeah, no the bit. <laughs> infinite Jest no, 2. There's no that's, jest. That's my pitch for Infinite Jest 2, written by me. It's just I tell you about every day I work at McDonald's, <laughs> which I also do to help uh, research the book. Now you just get beat up by Wendy's cashiers. <laughs> that's sick. That is true. That did happen. I, yes. <laughs> uh, did, did Ted K date women? Did he have like a love life of any sort? I'm gonna um, I'm gonna assume probably not. So this could also be a case of what Zero Pussy does to MF. Also, kid, he was the first Ted incel. Might, yeah, we were harping Ted on the incel. Yeah, Ted might have been the first case as, uh, as well of what Zero Pussy <laughs> does to <laughs> MF. I might in the wrong. modern age. My understanding was that he might have like talked about like one woman he had relations with, but then like people who knew him were like that never happened. This guy's full of it. They're doing him dirty. They're doing him dirty, dude. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, that's not I know, like, uh, what was it? Like, the the more recent documentary they did, or it was like a... I guess it's not a documentary because they had actors and shit in it, you know? It was like, like a, I guess it was a... Dramatization. Re, right? Yeah, dramatization. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it had him, like, sort of developing a relationship with, like, this chick at the library in Montana. Yeah. And it's just, like, I don't even know if they just did that to make it interesting because I'm like, yeah. I don't know if that really happened. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I can't believe they did that fucking movie about Snowden with what's his name as the actor. Who's the fucking actor? Joseph Gordon. Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Shut up. Why was he Snowden? Yeah. That was a great movie. We've talked about this. He was everywhere on for Chaos a while. Casts. I know. But yeah. I, I wish they Norton. did one for um for Assange. I wish there was like a movie with like and it would like who the fuck would play him? Like Bill Hader with like a, a blonde <laughs> wig. <laughs> Weird. Bill Hader is weird a pick. Has a song. <laughs> weird pick, but yeah, all right, cool. You know what I mean? He's like mysterious, kind of. I don't know. I mean, that would probably be pretty sick. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. it's not a bad idea. 
Get at us if you, if you want to make that. We out here, just, we just out here Fabio. Well, yeah, just Fabio dude, like a really Jack dude, super Jack, like square jaw to song. Jack dude with like the the you know the long hair. Is just Fabio white. still doing things? I don't know. He's probably hot still. Uh, I don't know. I think after he, I, I don't know. I, the last I heard about it was him getting clocked by that goose at fucking Bush Gardens. What? Owen Wilson. Yeah, that was yeah. forever ago. When, when Apollo, when the Apollo's chariot first opened, he was like the first man they had on it, and he was like on the front, and some goose just came across and like he caught it to the face. And it yeah, it his broke nose his nose. Right. You haven't seen this? No. Hold on. This shit yeah. is hilarious. Look up the Fabio. Jamie, Jamie, can you pull it up? Wrecked, bro. Uh, he got wrecked. That's actually why another reason I'm afraid of roller coasters is I'm not trying to get Fabio. I'm not trying to kill a bird with my skull and scare children. You already scare children. I tell I you that. Say, you got like one of those down locked. Yeah. Yeah. You're only. We just need a goose. Just need a goose. My dude's duck duck going it right now. Yeah, dude. This is why. Yeah, you but can't they're be... co-opted. Yo, duck duck, go yeah, fuck dude, yourself. You can't even. <laughs> it's also I'm running Reaper, well, so well, my internet thing, slow like, as so fuck. So many fucking like. It's Devin funny like how. Every kind of like we were talking about with AI and stuff and like discourse being funneled, like even just internet traffic has been so funneled at this point. Like it's all in a couple places, you know, you don't get like any kind of real raw. Like if you're looking for something, I mean, routinely, like I look for retarded stuff. On, well, I've yeah. seen the I've seen that picture. So and there's not a video I of my, it. I run my own database and search engine locally at my own house. That's why that way, if any, if I need to search for anything, I can find it yeah. exactly where I want. Sure, sure, watch out, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's no I'm video of like the actual times, impact. Damn, that's fucking pretty cool pick, though. That's hard as fuck. I'd make that an album cover. I'd put it on a that shirt. Ita- Italians just keep winning. It's like a heavy metal slash new new wave band. Dark wave. But yeah, I also found it interesting that he railed so hard on leftists, and I found it actually kind of uh, surprising because I feel like if we're looking at like technocratic hell realm takeover or whatever, you would view that as like decidedly corporate, right? You know, we're looking at corporate entities, you know, like Twitter and, you know, internet service providers and shit like that, corporate censorship (laughs) on every level and so i feel like in the 90s the general consensus was around you know conservatives being the big money corporate you know party and so i feel like your average person back then if you would ask them you know who would be responsible for this you know hellish future they would say oh conservatives and so i thought it was really interesting that ted pointed to leftism uh, because uh, okay, you know, because I feel like okay, like leftism so should be decidedly populist, but now we're seeing conservatism being more populist. Yeah, so I think over. um, when yeah. he's kind of deriding leftists, the way I interpret it, you're right. Especially at that point in time, if you were to imagine some sort of like a technocratic corporate kind of takeover, it would have been perceived as being from like the right or from the Republican Party, or GOP, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I think what he was doing was he was kind of almost chastising the left as being like, you guys are so like, kind of like, um, circle jerking over, over these issues that may not be important and you're avoiding this thing that's happening. Really? So he was, okay. uh, the way I interpreted it was almost like, he's like, the left is so ineffectual in combating this thing that this wave that's coming. Um, that's the way I interpreted it. Well, that now they're so ineffectual at combating it that they're driving it. Yeah, they're on. You their, know what I mean? On like team. Yeah, like yeah. They're it, on their it, fo- it, they were what? so ineffectual that they are now the well, main I mean, force. It's, it's essentially what he said. Like came true. Like he was like he was. 
he pointed out the faults in their movement, and, and then they were like, they "Hey, were if able you to, can't beat them, join them." Well, and after two thousand, like after, I, I would say, you know, and I would attribute this like after the Obama era, like they got co opted as fuck. I think he's calling. Yeah, out. Yeah, but I also want to, yeah, to be um, what's the word um, diplomatic. I do want to be very careful to. Uh, differentiate between like the democratic party and the left which are like different things also well, no and i'm talking about like progressives now have like bought into like the idea of voting and shit. or even like progressives in the left well no even <laughs> oh, yeah, i've well, seen okay, see a the- lot of i've seen a lot of leftist rhetoric that supports censorship mm-hmm. yeah they're all for so that shit. so i mean they're all yeah. for all they're like of that yeah like if you if we don't like your ideas you shouldn't be online like, so you, you shouldn't even, be able to talk uh, in in I'll be fair, and I'll say that, yeah, like, you can differentiate progressives, neo-libs, Democratic Party, you know, leftism, communist, all that shit. But at the end of the day, when you're looking at the spectrum, pretty much anyone on that side is wearing a particular jersey. Yeah. And they're so quick to score political points to the other jerseys that they're willing to be like, yes, I'm okay with Twitter banning certain speech or I'm okay with, you know, a government or a government locking down a certain business. But even like rightoids have fallen into that. Correct. I I agree. I agree. But, but who has the power in the situation? What I'm getting at is that look, the, the left institutions are the ones that are driving the mainstream media the, the Twitter discourse. They're it's driving both. all the censorship. They're w- driving all that stuff. I would say there's... They're there's, not in power. Look, dude, you don't in, have conservatives yeah. on Twitter's board. No, no, but you... Yeah, it's true. It's I mean, You don't have those people I, in the halls of power. You have and I'm not making though. a political oh, thing. I think, I think that that's just like a, is what it is. I think that's like a consequence of like the Red Scare stuff <laughs> that happened where like anyone that was like... Some blowback for you sure. You know, it's like blowback from that because I think what happened was is that that happened and then all those people decided like we're going to embed ourselves in all these institutions i think there's some truth to that i feel like there's billionaire investors who don't give a fuck either way though who are just there yeah. to be like you th- know what like yeah i'm just gonna make money yeah, like chaotic, think, chaotic think, money yeah, the, yeah. the money's not political the money's just i'm yeah, gonna the make money's money like, yeah the but money's is, money here's here's yeah. where it does become political though and we've talked about a lot on this show is esg scores yeah so when you look at where people are putting their money they might not have a political motive in mind but when you look at groups like BlackRock and ESG scores, they're only betting on companies and putting their money in places that they are fit into these that doctrines. fit into these woke ideologies. Yeah, the doctrine. Yeah, the doctrine. But, but it's like again, the wind could change, and we could we could return potentially to like. I'm not saying this will happen, but it's like you know, imagine we go back to like this 1950s, like. All of a sudden, the nuclear family becomes really important again. It all won't. of a sudden, Americans... And then all of a sudden... Yeah, I know, I'm saying it won't. Yeah. Obviously, we're all going to become Chinese slaves. It's fine. But let's just pretend that, you know, things go back to that method. Now he's back. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> you have, back. like... We're back, We're dude. back, baby. <laughs> all of a sudden, you have, he like... You advocate for the devil for, like, three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Easily, <laughs> Easily. But then all of a sudden, you have, like... All these people are, like, true... Uh, rep- oh, I've been a true redneck American Republican my whole life now. All of a sudden, that's the most popular thing. Right. All these people are throwing my words at... Like, whatever... I'm saying, whatever like political wind blows like there's always motherfuckers with like t-shirts ready to make money that's my point like the question yeah. is is it is it um is it intentional or by design or are they following cultural trends that they know will be profitable like we're like oh right now there's that. this huge sentiment toward the latter um I, yeah it's the, yeah. the last one, yes. i think it's, i think it's more to this point is the idea that it's not um 
earnestly political. It's just like profitable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess my point is like yeah. when I when I hear you guys talking about Ted thinking about that, I, I think he's thinking about this idea of like, look, there is like a a new infrastructure being built that regard enslave us. That is going to enslave us, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like people like it for different reasons. Like he's like saying like probably cons- and again maybe I'm just reading this, but it's like he's like saying conservatives are. are okay with it because they're going to make a shit ton of fucking money off of it and like maybe like progressive people are like excited about uh being able to you know communicate freely in different ways and being able to express yourself in different ways i feel like a lot of people got duped on either side with technology where like it's going to solve all of our problems and now we're, we're like there was a lot my of twitter's in my own jail now like, it's yeah. like remember you know, the early internet man that show was fun dude Wild the early West, internet baby. was so fucking cool yeah. i so remember much being gore. in so much. You remember AOL chat, AOL rooms. chat rooms? I was harass- aim chat people rooms. Harassing I was you sleep over with the boys. Just, yeah. yeah, we just get on there and start fucking with people. Bro, do you remember? So do you remember like just watching an ISIS beheading and then having to go downstairs and like have dinner with your <laughs> family? Well, I, I think like every millennial probably <laughs> yeah. has like. I think every millennial probably has like post traumatic stress disorder from the shit they've seen online. Just, yeah, they like, I know that. Like, dude, four chance yeah. board like it would be like pictures from like Rotten.com or something, and you're like. Yeah. No, oh, I'm 12. Rotten I don't know. Fucking Ogrish. Ogrish was a big one. Does anyone remember Ogrish? No. I, I remember like Rotten. Ogrish was just sure. a gore. It was like it was like Rotten. It was just it yeah. was gore. It was just gore. Um, That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah, Internet, man. It was a uh, for a kid to be able to like search everything and you know to be like a guy who was like boobs.com. Let's just fucking go. <laughs> yeah. You know what? what I mean? Like, well, no. dude, who's you're the, like, I shouldn't be no, here, but I can that? go. Who's the mad lad that bought WhiteHouse.com and made it a porn website? That's that was sick. insane. That was some know. fucking Bad. real. Tip my hat to you. <clears throat> real Sam mad lad. Getting news. SNL on Instagram is really funny. Sam Hyde getting Sam SNL Hyde. on Instagram is fucking. The hilarious. the best was when I was really young. And like, I didn't even know what porn was. And I didn't even know you could do this on the internet. Oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> my friend's mom came over and was talking about how she was trying to buy like lacrosse gear for my friend. She was like, yeah. So I was looking up the store hours. I went to the website and I was going to Dick's Sporting Goods. <gasps> so she went to dicks.com. Oh, no. Yeah. And, and I'm sitting there Damn. listening and I'm like, they have that stuff on there? And then, yeah, That's then of course insane. I'm like, well, if they have dicks.com, they have to have boobs.com. They have to have balls.com. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, uh, like, we had a family, like, a, a Windows. <laughs> we, had a, we had, like, a, a Windows 98 computer. That Set was, like, you up there, my our one family computer. Me. And the one time my mom, like, went on the gro- like, to the grocery store, something else, like, in fourth grade. Like, I just, I went to sex.com. Engaged. Mission engaged. And, uh, yeah. Sex.com was just kind of like an informational, like it was like a website about like oh, yeah, I fertility got, and STDs. I got STDs in trouble for going to some like pay-per-view website where you could just sign up and they send you a bill later. Yeah. And like, I don't know how old. I figured it out, but I got in there and was like, oh my God. And then like, I remember my parents getting the letter a couple weeks later and I was like, <laughs> like, I got grilled for that shit, dude. Yeah. But I remember like we would be in class and then she should be like, we'd be doing like government projects, something like that. like... All right, do your research. Don't go to whitehouse.com, but do your research. It's like, what's what's whitehouse.com? Like, hey, uh, I'm about to look that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They she Streisand affected the yeah, fuck out yeah. of it. It's like I have to see what. That, this and I, is I remember, about. like, I was a skateboarder, so I was really in like world industries and stuff. And they had um, 
I don't know if you're. Do you know World Industries? Yeah, it was like the fire and like the water drop. Yeah, it was a flame, flame boy and Wet Willie. Oh yeah, and uh, wetwillie.com was a porn site I found out just by happy accident. Yeah, and um, that was great. That was a great yeah. day. That was a good good find for me. <laughs> yeah, for eight year old you, yeah. <laughs> Wet Willie. It was just a yo uh, me and videos my friends, of people fucking ears. Too. We used to go to. Do you remember amihot.com? No. no, it would show pictures of just like women from like around you know america would just like send in pictures of themselves wasn't this how like proto facebook was like rate my face and, or something and like that? it was and what yes. it was it was am i hot.com and they would have a one through ten and you would click like you know you would click your number one through ten and then after that it would show you what oh that, the average was yeah what everyone thought like ah, eh, she's a 7.6 i do remember this site and then it would go immediately to the next one yeah and then it was just we would sit there all day and we would have like we were doing like Ted K PhD thesis Dude, being like, like serious is she data hot from that yeah. and we would sit Bro, there and we'd be like yo well, we were like well she has big tits and he'd be like yeah but they're kind of saggy but Bro, like, wasn't there a website where it, like it showed guys just, like kids like we're ugly yo. fat pudgy Dude, kids you remember, just I, I had objectively hot women <laughs> I, I, I like, had a profile on it nah yeah. the nose <laughs> there was a website where it would show dudes it was an app yeah and it was like girls would like talk dudes and talk shit about them yeah talk shit and like be like I dated him and I had like five. Small. I had like five ratings on there. Yeah, yeah. I got. I had them too. They're like, that. he's a fuck boy. He's, and I was like, these I are all absolutely accurate. Yeah, I, I looked <laughs> at it one time, and uh, mine said, "Smokes like a chimney." Hell yeah! So that's yeah. the tag I got. Respect. So speaking of which, yeah, who wants this bowl? Was that? I think it's called like Lulu. <laughs> that or something bowl's like cool. That? Looks yeah, like a, a Lulu or something. Your that bowl sounds... looks like a tribal tattoo. It's kind of lit. Yeah, I just got that. It looks like something from Final Fantasy X. Do you remember the it first does, time you it came? Does look like the first time oh, I came. Yeah. Um, actually, yes, the first time <coughs> I came, it was, was scary, shoot, man. I was shooting blanks. It was scary. I thought I broke it. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? I did. I thought I broke it. What happened? I used to watch the Man Show, right? Yeah. So I used oh, to the trampolines, the initiation, yes. dude. <laughs> I used to have a room at the end of the hall, and I would stay up late Damn, on summers, man. right? And so. Tech, or excuse me, what's it? Industrial society and its uh, consequences. Future, yeah. yeah, this is exactly what it leads to. Is like six year old, eight year old me in my room watching the Man Show, and I had a uh, massage pad, but Ooh. all it did was vibrate. It wasn't like a massage; it just vibrated. It was a vibrator. Yeah, but it was like a pad. So I turned it on and just laid on it on my stomach <laughs> and watched the oh, man yeah, show. And then the juggies came You're on. Like, Let's go. And all of a sudden, dude, this shit just. Fu- I was like dry humping the fuck out of this Vibration, fucking this chair, down. this fucking <laughs> massage pad chair, and was just like, "What the fuck?" And then I started throbbing like I fucking came for the first time. And obviously shooting blanks. I didn't even have any fucking like. I didn't even have any fucking Protection. you know juice in the balls. Yo. uh... While you were talking about fucking your couch, uh, it just, <coughs> I had neurons firing and I just thought about Jimmy Kimmel right now and how far away he was from. What have the, they got on him? Exactly. Yeah, the man he, show, yeah. he was fucking bitches on the man show. They were filming him, they were blackmailing this guy with, you know, he was in blackface and shit. Adam Carolla is a Sigma. He works for like fucking Breitbart or some shit now. Like, Daily Wire. Yeah, he's some, he he's, works for Daily I Wire. Daily Wire. Yeah. yeah. I, I still yeah. I think Adam's funny, but he's boomer tier. He's like a Of course yeah. he is. But he's a relic. I, I think he's funny. I still listen to his podcast. I'm like his takes are sometimes kinda he's kinda like he's got that kind of pedestrian kind of common sense. Uh, yeah, the clunky, humor. yeah, the clunky yeah, kind of right away. Grocery yeah. store humor. 
but know. it's not even like it's not even rhydoid in kind of the normal knee-jerk way it's kind of like almost like it's like it's still refreshing in a way. It's like he's. It's kind like of, how Norm was. Like yeah, I would like, think. Yeah, it's, like almost it's almost norm. like Normie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it's not Norm. Yeah, it's almost. Norm. But yeah, Jimmy Kimmel definitely had mysterious pipings and. It's it's yeah. It's, now now it's he's a tool to, of the state and Stephen Colbert too. I'm calm alone. Well, a lot of people talk about like those cats who did that stuff back in the day, like when it was okay to be like. When when com- I guess comedy didn't have any boundaries, you know, it wasn't, or at least it didn't have like hard set boundaries. You yeah, know? you could push things. You could well, be back edgy. back then you were a shock comic. Now you're a a racist. You need yeah, to die. Now you, just, like, you need to. Yeah, you're not yeah. allowed. You're, you shouldn't have a platform. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's funny to see like people like that who made their bones off that and got famous off that like shut the door. Yeah, all of them wore blackface and now they're all like pretending they didn't. Like yeah, like and that's Sarah Silverman, David Cross, and they're like uh, untouchable now. Like you can't even like bring that up and it doesn't do anything to bring it up. Like it's like you know you're you like pointing out. I, I hate like the concept. Like it's gotten nowadays. Like a lot of these even shows you listen to nowadays. It's like pointing out hypocrisy. You know, like yeah. that's like a huge thing with everybody. It's, it's almost exhausting because there's too much hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's like, like there's so much of you it. You almost expect it now. Yeah, it's like, yeah. we, we get it. I it's, expect yeah. it. Like, right. I, I know everybody's vapid. I know everybody's surface level, especially if they're if they're like mainstream and like out on the face of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're on the face, you are the face. Yeah, speaking of, Russell Brand is someone who keeps Co-opted popping up. fuck. Compromised Such a fucking compromise. And I was thinking about it the other day, and it's like, why is that? Why do I feel that way? And it's like, because he hasn't been censored in the slightest. And he hangs out with uh, well, Noah yeah, the, Yuval Harari. The obvious yeah. WEF. Uh, he's also got the number 33 tattooed on him. He's just sketchy. Uh, yeah. But I was thinking about how big of a reach he has and like how zero censorship he's faced. Yeah, yeah. Like he wasn't taken off for anything like, that Andrew he did. Andrew Tate was taken off the internet. And this guy was like, can you believe the powers that be? Look what they're doing. It's bad, isn't it? It's a bit nasty. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit well, dodgy. I, I think it's like a. I, I think there's a lot of people like that, and uh, I guess it's like high level kind of it's the most high schizo level shit where you're like, yeah, like there's people like that that they let or they ask to like do controlled do op. Blink one eighty two guy. Op. What's his yeah. name? Yeah. Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong. Yeah, they Man, have people yeah. that like are there to introduce ideas to people who would be who they can what whatever you want to like the amalgamous powers that be like they think people would be. People who would be resistant to those ideas, yeah, they're just conditioning them. For like, I mean, ideas. he's big on Soft he's big on yeah, aliens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Russell Brand is big on alien disclosure, and that's all you need to know. Of like, oh yeah, he's playing ball. You know, he. Well, I feel like yeah, the alien shit's like a distraction almost. Well, it's a big psyop. Yeah. It's a big. I've talked in length about my thoughts on that whole for thing. Sure, so, for sure. I don't know. When I see somebody immediately start shilling like mainstream alien narratives, I'm like. You're definitely being paid You're to playing, say that. Dude. And like you said, That's 33 true. tattoo. I mean, the guy is obviously controlled up. If they never bring up high jump, it's like, yeah, yeah. you're 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 up to something, you know? Wait, so uh, I may have asked this on previous casts. So what, what you brought up high jump. So I feel like I have to ask. So what what is like, I think we all maybe have like different. What's what is your all position on Alaska, uh, Antarctica and Earth and space and whatever? I'm going to go mm-hmm. with my I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll start uh, like my concept is, is that I think the powers that be, especially like around the United Nations and stuff, I think they know there's something outside of that, like the ice wall shit, because even the U.N. has like inside of their fucking building, there's like a map, even the U.N. map, like the way it looks like mm-hmm. they show shit from a perspective that doesn't really exist, like of what's presented to us yeah. as a like, globe Earth or 
whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like, I what, have what's to, the name of that map again? Do you remember what the name of that is? <laughs> it's a particular map I think they found in like the 19th century or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's not ringing a bell. It has no. a name um, from a cartographer, but... Oh, so it's some older cartographer that, yeah. Like, yeah, that put it out. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> but, like, I, I think there's... I think there's a lot to be said about just generally in the fact that, like, the Antarctic Treaty kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, all these countries have decided, like, there's no reason we should touch it. There's no reason we go near it. You know, we just, it's complete. it doesn't matter. Almost. So you think, the, um, is it your position that that, U, that UN map is what we're living on? I think so. I think that's the representation. With, with an ice wall around it? Yeah, something like that. So it's yeah. a flat earth. I would have to, I, I don't even know if it's flat or if it's just... There's that, more beyond it's it. It's simply that, like, we're living in a restricted area. It's, it's, a restricted area. Yeah, like, we're living in a restricted area. I, th- I think okay. even just, like, the way they retcon aliens and stuff, like, yeah. or space travel. Like, we saw the moon thing that they've been trying to launch for fucking weeks now and can't seem to make it happen for some reason. Right. You know, despite, like, where we are technologically. If we look at, like, the amount of rare earth minerals that are pulled out of the earth every day and what it took to make a Saturn V rocket, like... You can sit here and kind of assume, like, all right, something's going on. Like, right. why can't we replicate... Like, 60 why, years later? Yeah, why can't we replicate these things 60 years later? What happened? I would argue that there's a <clears throat> lot of effort into making people at a young age learn about space. I was yes. one of those kids who, one of my first books ever, <clears throat> was a space book with all these photos of all the planets from NASA. I've come to learn that none of the photos... Are actually just a single photo. It's also composites. Yeah, it's composites. All composites and edits. Composites. Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like there are so many things I can speak confidently about to some extent. Like it gets it gets to the point where it's like there's so much misinformation that I think like people are kind of reverting to like superstition and skepticism. And I definitely fall in that category 100. It's like I'm going back to caveman mode, but it's like my gut opinion is that. What is shown to me as the Earth isn't, like, exactly where I am. Uh, I don't know if it's, like, a different planet that they're showing me or if, if that is our planet or whatever. Or if there's more to it or if there's not. I just don't feel comfortable accepting what... I just say... I, I just yeah. don't really have, have a fucking strong opinion as to where, where the fuck we are, which is maybe crazy to say, but it's, like, it's just kind of where I'm at. It's, like, it could be a globe. It could not dinosaurs might not even be fucking real like <clears throat> there's a lot yeah. of shit i learned about in life that was a total fucking lie it's true there's a lot of fabrication or at least it just has enough plot holes that you have to be like yeah. well all right what are we even talking about here like yeah i mean yeah. i wouldn't necessarily say it's a flat earth but i would say that it's just something weird about fucking antarctica i think that nobody be... can go and you'll be probably shot if you try to go to antarctica well you look at you look at like historical uh like societies and they talk about these other continents that existed and you see evidence of it in their historical records, and I'm like, these motherfuckers weren't just shit posting. Then you hear about the like, Nazis you know, going to Antarctica not, too. They're, they're not like shit posting about Atlantis. Like, yeah. they're not shit posting about Lemuria. Yeah. Like, it's it's it can't just be a shit. Fu- like, if you can find historical things yes. like tablets that are dug out of the ground that refer to these places, it can't just be bullshit. At the end of the day, yeah, I have, <clears throat> I can, I have two uh, thoughts on this. Yeah. I, I have two thoughts, and I agree with literally everything you guys just said, and that's why, why I have two viewpoints. Is One is a materialist viewpoint, right? which is where I agree with everything you say, and then I have a second viewpoint 
I will elaborate all those, on. All those schizo- schizo- people. Yeah, but <laughs> let's go. <laughs> really, I mean, old people, let's go. From from a materialist viewpoint, though, really, I think they said it all. Like Antarctica, any way you slice it, is sus. Yes. Yeah. And no what. and and you have to just kind of admit that up front. And we talk a lot. Like I'm okay not knowing. You know, I'm not going to have all the yeah. answers. I'm not going to figure it all out. Sure. I'm just not going to know, and I have to be okay with that. But That's kind of where I'm at with Antarctica. Yeah. Well, I don't have the material <clears throat> resources to go down there myself. So You know, I've I've heard a lot of, like, <laughs> hollow earth stuff. I'm really into that. I've heard a lot of flat earth stuff. I'm really into that. I've heard, Actually, and you know what? I will say, if I'm a materialist, yes, I'm just going to go down this rabbit hole all for right. a minute. If I'm a materialist, I do not believe we live on a flat earth. All right. If we are materialists, there are things. Okay, and I will say that the flat earthers and their videos, they get a lot right. And I love them. I talk about it a lot. I love watching the shit. I like watching it too. But there's a couple things that I've come across. <clears throat> and there are there are some things that I've come across and 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 checkpoints that I've used to try to debunk some stuff. And here are a couple things that I've actually used to uh you know kind of suss it out yeah yeah first thing 24 hour sun in antarctica and in the north pole right so we have the axial tilt it's really weird <coughs> it's 66.6 degrees but it is what it is right it's sketchy but it is what it is and so we have 24 hour sun so if you follow the flat earth model where the the sun and the moon supposedly just kind of go all around yeah if you look at Antarctica in the way they display it on the UN map like that, there is physically no possible way for 24-hour sun to occur if Antarctica was a ring around a flat disk. Sure. It physically could not happen. Yeah, it, doesn't, so, it doesn't make sense. So it debunks that. So mm. the that phenomenon, the 24-hour sun phenomenon proves we live on a globe we're gonna get in an some messages tilt. about this one dude <laughs> i know we're gonna piss some people off here's another thing fucking shills. so another thing that goes along with flat earth misinformation is they love to ignore inertia so one of the biggest things that flat earthers always say is that the earth is spinning why can't i feel it Right. Well, that's, what that's happens? Like the, that's the weakest point I've ever heard. Right. Yeah, and what like, happens yeah. though? What happens though is that, like, from the moment you're conceived, the sperm and the egg are moving on the surface of the Earth through the galaxy. It's all. It already has inertia. It's already calculated in. Right. Right. It's included. Right. Right. Yes. So it's like yeah. it's like the inertia is already there. So everything you experience. Yes, we're experiencing that grand inertia on a, on a level, but like from the moment of conception, your molecules and atoms are in motion and being propelled through space. Yeah, once you once you enter physical space, like exactly. It's, it's so inertia happens. easily debunks that. And also, I was watching a thing today. They were talking about the moon, and they were like, some people say the moon only rotates at like you know, t- or the, it moves around the Earth at like two thousand miles an hour. Yeah, but the Earth rotates around the sun at like 67,000 miles an hour. Right. So this video I watched, and again, this is flat earth misinformation. Like I'm just being real with people. Right. Is that like this video said, so in order for the moon 
to rotate around the Earth when it's... it's the revolutions, right? Around, yeah. Revolutions, not the rotations. Yeah. So in order for the moon to revolve around the Earth while the Earth is moving around the sun, it said it would have to speed up and go around the Earth 67,000 plus 2,000. Yeah. And then... I shit you not, it said when it comes back around, it has to slow down by 67,000 miles an hour. Yeah. But if you think about it on its face value, that's incorrect math. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't because make it any doesn't sense. slow down yeah. by 67,000 miles an hour. It only slows down by the speed the that difference. the moon is traveling. Right. No, it does it, it only slows down the speed that the moon is traveling. Yeah, because the whole system is moving at sixty-seven thousand miles an hour. Yeah. The moon is moving at two thousand miles an hour. So there, there, there's blatant flat Earth misinformation out there. Sure. That you you have to be smart enough to like put your foot down and yeah. avoid. So if I'm being a materialist, I'm gonna say we live on a on a globe. My second schizo viewpoint, though, not to continue rambling. I don't think we live in a material universe. Right. That's sure. really my this thing. This is your is, bread and butter, yeah. Is, yeah. is that, like, I think a lot of what we give our attention to <coughs> and, like, our attention and energy manifests reality. So, like, if we woke up tomorrow and everyone thought we lived on a flat Earth, like, it very well could shape the matrix to be that. that. Right. But, you know, like, I don't think that's the case. I think we are trapped in a weird light matrix thing and... I talked about a lot in earlier episodes. Maybe I can do a solo cast on the shit at some point. But have you ever seen the maps where uh, there there are maps of early cartographers where they 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 chart the coastlines of Antarctica that they couldn't have seen because they're covered in ice at that time. They should have been covered in ice, and they still are basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of weird to me. But yeah, yeah I think, it is uh, a little odd. I don't have a real viewpoint on it. I do think Antarctica is like super sus, and if I were to marry like. Um, if I were to marry like multiple schizo viewpoints at once, it'd be like kind of some like guys where we live in a restricted area on a landmass yeah. with an ice wall around it. It's enclosed. And if we're going to marry that with um, things like Atlantis and advanced civilizations that existed, yeah. they live beyond that wall. Yeah. Right. And then like correct UFOs and things, anomalies, high strangeness that you might see that might be technology that's coming beyond the wall. Maybe they're the controllers. Yeah, like they're coming like over to like impose their will upon this. <laughs> other or place I could break your mind yeah. and we could talk about Hollow Earth and that they're actually inside yeah, similar, of their yeah. Agarthans. Well, that'd be similar to like us living on a restricted part of the planet, right? Right. Yeah. And so if yeah. you and could they were imagine able to travel, so yeah. if and that's why Hollow Earth is probably more realistic because you could still have this fantastical, you know other race of people living among us but they're inside a hollow sphere that would still prove that like the globe model checks out and all the math checks out but antarctica there's a portal in antarctica right that you can go inside yeah so my understanding of hollow like, earth is such a good band name there are two it actually is i think i'm gonna steal it from that's my fucking really good. that's gonna be a great band from name. my understanding talking to hollow hollow earth types <laughs> just like online I don't, I don't know a lot of like serious like very serious hollow earth types in real life but like online like my understanding is that there's two kind of different schools of thought within hollow earth it's like one is like you have a purely hollow sphere like kind of like what you're describing then sure. you have like a mostly uh cavernous upper crust and so like you have like and it's pretty deep like yeah it, it doesn't have to be in a completely hollow sphere but it could be 
like we kind of see with like military bases, like there's whole cities underground. Hundred like percent. So like it doesn't have to like people like like oh it's a whole hollow planet. It's like it doesn't necessarily have to be entirely hollow. But there could be sub layers. Yeah, they're basically giant cavernous kind of things that you could fit ships down there. Everything, tanks, you know, whatever like buildings, like skyscrapers. You could have entire cities under Earth, under Antarctica, you know. Yeah, no, nah, it's fucking wild. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think any way you slice it, I think we all agree that, like, Antarctica is sus. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think that's one thing that I think any, any discerning person, I think, could look at the history of Antarctica and be like, there's something afoot here. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. I'm definitely there. Um, I just don't know what where to go from there. What are some, like, other conspiracies? Because I know you are very tapped into the political sphere and theory and i know you're you're very tuned in to a a different i guess frequency than than some of us might be but what are some of like your favorite just like out there like conspiracies like do are you into like cryptids do you like the alien stuff so more into the cia bullshit i grew up like I grew up with my my brother and my father basically like, every night before bed watching like all those like History Channel Discovery Channel shows. So it'd be like cryptids, aliens, ghosts, shit like that. So I'm like, I'm into all that spooky shit. And then coming out of that, I think I think uh, this boy over here turned me on to like, you know, the moon landing never happened, shit like that. I was like, <laughs> I was like really? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He, he hit you with the Kubrick. He hit me with that shit like uh, when he moved. He and his girl moved down, and from there like. Once you get there in like, that section of YouTube and that section of Instagram, you're like flat earth adjacent. So like you start getting into those videos. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And then you, get, you hit like high jump. And all. High jump, I was already like, Atlanta, uh, Antarctica show I was already familiar with from I'm ufology. Kind of, yeah, it's not stealing. Um, it's open to everyone. No, it's stealing. Antarctica was already hit Give me too. The mask. Because, uh, Antarctica has importance in ufology too still. So like I was already kind of hip to that kind of stuff. But um, oh, also you've always like, you're, you know, I've always viewed you as an older brother type, so yeah. I've always been comfortable saying bad shit sh- now stuff it's to stealing. you <laughs> and being like, yeah, like I'll, like you know, I'm gonna say this and come off retarded, but I'm glad that you did get interested in in. Some well, of those. I've always liked kind of just like heterodox kind of thinking and. The crazier, the better. It's I'm generally of, you know, just contrarian. Oh no, I'm yeah, contrarian. That's, yeah, that's my shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, like. The thing too is like, even like the flat Earth thing. Like you said, like a lot of flat Earth stuff gets recommended to you. And it's like for me, it's like it's just as absurd to be like the Earth's flat as it is to be like it's a globe. It's just like it seems like a lot of people who don't fucking really know for sure telling each other they do know for sure. So you know, uh, until I uh, take a, a guest trip up there, you know, I'll yeah, let you like, guys know. I had a weird period. I, I definitely I went through all of um. God, what's that guy's name? Uh, Mark Sargent, Mike Sargent. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. He was. He's kind of like he definitely spearheaded. I think like the the flat Earth revival with his. Um, I think he called it Flat Earth Clues, which was like a series of like 20 short YouTube videos, and okay. that's kind of like a lot of people's. A lot of people cite that as their initiation. There are a lot of like Eric Dubay videos and shit. It, like it'll that. be like he'll have like a segment on each thing that he found personally curious. So he has a video on like flight pass. He has a video there's on There's a lot of fake Antarctica. space videos yeah, too. And though. Sh- sh- like that. So there's like, a lot of weird shit like that too. Like where it's yeah. like there's like one video in a, a chi- it was like a Chinese space station, like a rocket, and they had like a glass of water there. Like everyone's floating, but like the water was totally fine. In yeah, this it's cup. just chilling on the fucking thing. But it's like I don't even know, you know. I mean, I I've know. seen it's I've like, seen videos of like the the when what was it John Kelly I think was still up there uh, that congressman or one of those dudes and he was 
they're sitting there and they're in the space station and you see the guy and the one guy's doing this thing and he like yanks him, but he yanks like something that's not there. Mm. And you're like, well, what the fuck was that? Like it's, it, there's a lot of weird fucking videos where they do stuff and it doesn't quite match up with like what they've explained physics is. I've seen you're questionable. Like, it's yeah. like the, the guy trying to close the space hatch. It kind of looks like it's like underwater. Yeah. One of my, one of my favorite uh-huh. explanations for that whole thing is that like, a lot of people say we may have been to the moon, but what they showed us wasn't that. Yeah, which I agree and, with. And, and you know, sure, there's a lot of yeah. stuff like, and, and you know, the ISS, like they even tell you, like it's in lower Earth orbit. And all the people say, like, you look at a live feed, it's like, where are the fucking satellites? Well, I've even talked about, too, the ionosphere. Bro, check this out. You want to talk about satellites? Dude, I'm yeah, school where you the with fuck some are the math. satellites, dude? Why I'm going to we... school you with some math. So the ionosphere is in, like, the, the thousands, yeah, yeah, I'm bad at thousands <laughs> of degrees, right? It can be up to, like, 7,000 degrees, I think, or maybe even 2,000. I don't know. Damn. Something it's, like that. Yeah, it's, it's hot. It's fucking hot as shit. So if you look at all the fucking metals and elements and materials <laughs> that they make, satellites out of they all melt at that temperature the mustache coming out of that old so fucking you can't funny you can't you you can't fucking use these satellites yeah the no because i mean because we have like we at have these we have scientifically we have scientifically established melting points of certain things whoopsies should and, have done that yeah and they're like yeah this is this is how at this temperature but also the ionosphere is this oh, fucking hot well, it's kind of like a what's the with the have what's the official narrative regarding the Van Allen radiation belt? Yeah, there there is none. They're like, oh, people can go through; it's no big deal. Yeah, they don't get well, fucked up forever. Had, there was a you get fucking Bill Cooper who comes back. It's like I went up in a plane <laughs> and then I went into space. He's just like some old guy who's just like fried from being up there, dude. Bill Cooper is fucking awesome. Then I went up into space and we recovered. He's on never, alien you documentaries. Read, uh, you don't know this guy, Bill Cooper. Pale horse? Oh, that guy. That was Bill Cooper. No, no, no. There, I is think it, there's two Bill Coopers. There's there an Bill astronaut yeah, Bill I was Cooper. Oh, as fuck. Okay. No, 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 no. I thought no, no, you were no. talking about Bill Cooper. That no, like, no, 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 no. I was like, I did not get to that part. There's I'll, I'll astronaut. Apparently, I must have missed <laughs> Listen, that. Listen, there's astronaut Bill Cooper. Or, and, then there's, and then there's William Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bill, the astronaut, though, he was on, like, the Bob Lazar documentary. He's been on, like, a lot of alien documentaries. <laughs> I, he was one of the guys who, like, went up, and he's like, I saw alien craft <laughs> up in space. And it's like, dude, you can't even talk. I can't trust hey, a fucking a, thing he, you're saying. Yeah, you, they, well, no, they he got, got, the, to your he got the radiation dose. Dude. That's, That's what I'm saying. Like, up. you probably did. You probably he, tripped the fuck out. He was out the only on, like, one who radio. actually went to space. Everyone else lied. <laughs> you know I know they didn't go to the fucking moon? Have you seen that video where they're all being questioned, all the astronauts? And it literally looks oh, like yeah. when me and my friends got in trouble at school no. and had to come up with a story yeah, like we, minutes no, we, before and we be were like, there. All right, we got to. Yeah, uh, we were all there at f- a fucking eight, Steve. Yeah, we're. Oh, at eight. Yeah, we were there at eight. Um, there's a lot of weird inconsistencies with the way they're being questioned. One of the guys says he didn't see any stars at all. The guy who was in the shuttles, like, I don't recall seeing any stars. The guy next to him, like, hits I just want to know, about, like, the, dumb I just want to know about the guy, they le- the cameraman they left there. Yeah. That's, you know, I, I want to know, I wanna know what happened to that guy. Yeah, what happened because to him? They, they took off to come home, and then the camera they left the guy up. there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hell. And how did the president call him on a landline? On a landline. That is crazy. I, um, that's fun. I, I think if, if I, I think were to take, like, a, a devil's advocate approach, it'd be like, 
maybe like space is real, but like we just never went to the moon. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the more realistic approach. Yeah. It's reasonable. Yeah, and a lot of that has to do with like Red Scare, Russian right. space like, race, and also like even if like let's take for granted that we did go to the moon, we just like would not have filmed it live because it would have been a catastrophe. No chance. Yeah. You know, like. Tape um, tape can't even make it through all that radiation, dude. Yeah. I mean, look at a, look at the challenge. A VHS, a VHS gets eaten up by a VCR. You think fucking tape made them fucking do that shit? Especially if it was quote yeah, unquote the challenger. Exactly. Like, well, why, why well even if it? it did make it back, NASA would just record over it anyway. Well, they talk about how like it's, they did with the first trip. Magnetic tape. They just recorded over the shit. Yeah, well, that's the official narrative. Yeah, well, the guy had a wedding. We're sorry, guys. We you just know. we erased it. We recorded over the original <laughs> oh, trajectory. So, like, I think um. I think it goes to a, like a larger point of like trust and like epistemology, where it's like science is so science and math and physics and stuff like that is so far removed from like the everyday understanding of like the common man that you it's almost kept. You almost like feel like you're kind of like you have the priest speaking down from high onto like the masses, and like there's no real way to know like oh we went into like our little like meeting and we like convened with god and like we came down we're telling you what the truth is and like we have no way to fact check it because we don't have like the requisite knowledge and it's like we don't have cern in our backyard right. like yeah. i can't yeah. i can't find the higgs boson on my own so i just have to trust that these fucking freaks that are praying to shiva found it these weirdos yeah, yeah right these weirdos no and it is really weird i think that's a really interesting point about like just like uh i guess <clears throat> the establishment in yeah. general, you know, when you're going up against that kind of stuff, yeah, it's like, where's your degree? It's like, uh, sorry, I it's don't know. Here. I guess I'm <laughs> yeah, quiet yeah. Now. Like, well, no, it, I mean, those people hand it down. Like we we're handed things down that we're supposed to accept as like yeah. resolved. Yeah, it's same as like when the, the masses were all literate, and then you had like a priest who can read, and he read the Bible and told everyone what to believe. Basically, it's like you know? new Dark Ages. Yeah, because like, like I mean, even so, like in the Dark Ages, who controlled everything? The Church, right? Yeah. We're just living in the new dark ages. Where but science is the church. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, essentially. I mean, well, science, science, science has become about. like the same kind of industrial kind of thing as religion was in those times. And, and here's the big overarching thing we need to always remember about this is that the secret societies and the people that have run us for centuries and centuries and centuries have used Abrahamic religions as a means of control. Now sure. that we live in this technological fucking hell realm that Ted K warned us all about. Um, we're seeing kind of more of like a bend towards like reason and like those enlightenment ideals. Yeah. Because the, in, the, the spread of information is so vast. Right. So I think the facade of the Abrahamic religions is crumbling. We're seeing atheism on the rise, what? all this shit. But what we're seeing though, look at the world economic forum and look at what they're doing. So we're seeing the secret society powers of control go from the Vatican to the World Economic Forum. They're mm -hmm. switching from doing it, you know, the Catholic way or the Jewish way or the, the Islamic way or whatever. And they're switching to now we're going to embrace technology and data and we're going to give you medicine that we're going to check and make sure. Like they're literally talking about giving you medicine that will alert the person giving you the medicine if you've taken it or not now right. think about that yeah if you're taking a medicine that's for your own benefit <clears throat> why would someone need to be checking if you took it or not yeah i think the i, I mean just but, on its face value what counter, the fuck like you talk about it like the turn away from religion but i think people are turning back to that now 
They're trying to meme I think there's way. a large uh, in a meme. I don't even way, think it's a meme. Honestly, I, th- I think there's legitimately people like turning back to that. But there's a big difference between spirituality and religion. I think, and I is, think people yeah. are discerning that like they're not taking religion as literally as they are, and they're like, okay, I can say I'm lifting for Jesus, but really just be lifting for the greater good, and they're contributing to the collective consciousness and the ascension of man. Well, sure, and I also think it's kind of almost like a. It's like it seems like it's almost on some levels like a fashion trend. Where like people are, you know, Could be. starting contrarian. To go, like it, it's like a niche role. No, like, like it's like what I said a few weeks, uh, like a week ago in the group chat. I was like, the only way to be edgy now is to go to church. Like right. that's what, like that's happening. Like people yeah. are going back to that shit. Just simply, I think it's a resistance to this kind of techno capital hell realm that's being developed around us. People are starting to return to that shit. I just think, to kind of escape it. I think there might be a confirmation bias just because the circles we run in were more exposed to that culture. I, just, I still think it's pretty niche. To his point, I think the statistics show that the largest religious group other than atheism is like spiritual. Um, sure. So it's just like this kind of like a mogulous, um, what's the word? Uh, Maybe it's just what I'm exposed Maybe. to. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I just, I feel like I see that shit more. Like You're in your Christian become... lifting echo chamber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, even me, I've even toyed with You're the idea. You're doing reps for God, baby. I've even toyed with the idea of like going back to church, not fucking Southern Baptist because I hate those fucking people. What but... church will you go to? Yeah. And I you probably, know, like, I, I mean, think I'm, at the I'm end of the day, traditional. Even, even so. to JP's <laughs> point, even to, you know, the illustrious Jordan Peterson, like I think at its root, religion is a moral structure. Yeah. And and I think what happened is those moral structures got co-opted by establishments sure. over time. Well, but and, and at erased, its core, it almost erased in some way. But at its core what I'm getting at is that one of my favorite bumper stickers is Jesus is a socialist. <laughs> because it is he's telling you to check on your neighbor he's telling you to like do all these things but I feel like charity. that's just good morals. And and so that's the thing at all the underpinnings of it, there, there are there are stories that have been handed down from centuries that are meant to illustrate larger points. Right. And so some people become fanatics, some people become traditionalists, some people become whatever, but at the end of the day, it's a moral framework. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having a moral framework any which way you get it. Where I find it being a problem is when your moral framework says, no, it's right for like a woman to like not show anything but her eyes in public. Sure. And she's a property to me. Yeah, it's a oppressive rhetoric. But that's sure. but that's that's moral through that lens. And so that's where you have to start drawing distinctions. And that's why I think it's dangerous to go the organized religion route. That's why I think spirituality is growing so much because people are finding the values yeah. in the Abrahamic religions, but they're putting it, away all the like, dude, I can it eat gives pork them the stru- well, it if gives I want. Them, I'll have bacon. Fuck it gives it. them the structure that uh, modern society lacks, essentially. Because modern society has been opened in such a way. I don't even... That, I think it's like... It's also sincerity. Like I feel like people are like wanting to be sincere more lately. Yeah, I think like, we're I think over like, the I kind think, of yeah, like shifted, cynical nihilism. Out of the, yeah, the yeah, cynical irony such, phase. We're out like, of it. Yeah. And, but also, I think like culturally, we're guilty of latching onto that as like a maybe I'm being really high, but I feel like people like latched onto this like snarky, sarcastic personality to like culturally avoid the guilt of like being really capitalistic whores like because yeah. like we really 
like again, and, and not to say like I hate capitalism or anything. Like I wish it would more fair. I, w- I wish it wasn't this like weird crony capitalism. You wish it wasn't capitalism. I wish no, I, no. I just I don't. I just wish it wasn't like an oligarchy weird shit. But but it's like I feel like oh, you're a free market guy. I feel like you have a lot of people who are like su- super Marxists who are on their MacBook Pros writing. Like we have a lot of Hassan Pikers in the world. So I'm saying, mm-hmm. I'm like everybody's guilty of like going along with this thing, even if they're talking against it. And like I feel like now people are kind of like done with that snarky type of shit and that's why you see like trying more to of shuck a, it yeah that's why you see like the trad wife thing and like yeah being and being like resurging because like people are looking for some kind of a sincere meaning to life i guess and you know i, I feel like that's why the it's organized seeking. religion thing is kind of pop- but yeah everyone's either that or there's new age spiritual and like zodiac sign and i was people. actually meditating on something earlier i was kind of thinking about the whole like uh anti-natalist thing and a lot of women and people and even young men not wanting children. That is, and, yeah. But I was thinking how that ties in <laughs> so much to capitalism because yeah. what it is is that it's making you a consumer forever because you never have – basically, it it's capitalist dirty trick. Mm-hmm. It's that you are the perpetual consumer. Mm-hmm. And you, until you die – it only matters about you. Fuck having kids, dude. If you have kids, you won't get to travel. It's like you accepting a role. Yeah, you won't have to. Yeah. You won't get to buy the chocolate. If you have kids, you won't get to fucking buy the thing. You won't have the subscription. You won't have FOMO. Time it's for FOMO. The- yes, yeah, and so I think FOMO. there's this whole like cultural thing built in, and it's driven a lot by the marketing. Like how many. You know, thirty-something-year-old single women you hear just like, I just want to travel, and it's like. That's whole, cool. Whole personality. That's, that's cool. Whole personality. And, and, and look, I'm not. I'm not yeah. knocking anyone if that's your thing. But I think capitalism has driven a lot of the destruction of the nuclear family through trying to create a in, perpetual consumer, well, individual it, consumerist experience. Even if you have a kid, though, you're going to be fucking sh- right. It's, it's, it's a catch twenty two because yeah, p- part either. of the critique of the nuclear family was that it created. A working class that was dependent on the capitalist class that they could provide for their kids. Yeah. So like almost 100%. like a lot of the move away from the nuclear family was the idea that like, oh, actually you can be your own man and like you don't have to like you don't have that same sense of reliance or your, or your that. own woman. That, but right. so I, I how many how many of like, those people though never reproduce I, though? Right. Because they're trying to or be their own man and their own woman. Well, the big psyop was like teaching, like convincing women that there was nothing rewarding about being a mom. Yeah. Like that there was literally nothing good about that. Like that's the that's been the push for the past few years. Like and in it ties in with the politics of like, oh, you can help climate change if you don't have a kid. Like that yeah. nar- that narrative was like incredibly destructive. And and I honestly think like we're going to see a population crisis in in the next generation because of that kind of ideology. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly think that's going to be an issue. Like for humanity to continue, there still needs to be people. You know, at the end of the day, for sure. Like, and I, but Dude, and even <laughs> look at like it, Asian then, countries, birth rate is declining. But even the it's com- not even neutral. They're yeah. losing yeah. people. Japan, uh, their population dropped by I think seventy two or seven hundred twenty thousand in the last year. They're at like point eight one. Yeah, it like, should be one point oh to be neutral, and they're point eight. And they're yeah, they're way below. So it. So they're basically down twenty percent. And birth it's the, rate the is culture down. there, the hyper capitalist culture there. 
like requires things of people like sleeping at your office and never going home and like having your uh the, the article of the Japanese guy who's like his AI wife got discontinued. <laughs> oh no. And he can't talk to her anymore. Yeah, no. And she's gone. Like that Well, and not only that, that is that. like so honestly to me that's like so upsetting to even see. But then you couple that with the idea that all these people's free time they're not getting a fulfilling life so they're spilling their they're spending their free yeah. time consuming things yeah and that's for the, sure that's the ultimate well, that, trap that's the of, fucked up part yeah you're, you're spending all the money that you're making you never start a family because you're selfish like you said like how much of society has told moms that like having kids is a bad thing it's not rewarding well, in any dude, way it's, it's, the, you'll never be able to you'll never be able to be a corporate slave yeah. think about it right right you know and it, you'll never be able to move up the ladder yeah bro. they like tricked people into thinking that like, or you'll like, never be able to live in a van they, down by the yeah, river they, they like tricked people into thinking that like success in this like rat race is better than like contributing like to the longevity of the human species like they've convinced them that that's like the way to go and they've convinced everybody that that's the way to go. And that's that banking side. I, like, I feel like there's... A, well, a, while all these rich motherfuckers are having like 10 kids, you know, and not giving them cell phones and that kind of shit, you know, it's... it's it's, it's They've learned how to kind of... That's where you're getting... That's where yeah. I'm trying to go. It's like... Yeah. No, there are... You're going to see a lot of, uh, like, uh, mysterious deaths. Like, that's a huge thing that you're seeing rising in, like, every country right now. That oh, is true. Are we yeah. trying to hit the vax or something like that? Yeah, I'm, I'm hitting at the <laughs> vax right now. I, I'm basically, like, I, I feel like if if those things that I'm... And, again, I could be seeing bad information on fucking Instagram. Yeah, you like, could be knows? just getting fed stuff, sure. Absolutely. So, but, you know, if there is as many, like, unresolved mysterious deaths in people due to, like, myocarditis and all that bullshit. Global warming. Global warming, rather. Yeah. Then it's, the like... It's killing people. Then it's, you're just con- you're just seeing a concerted effort at like curbing the population, and it's like completely by design. Then, which is like the really like the creepier thought. But yeah. it's like to your point, it's like they're convincing average people to not have kids because th- they believe that average people who aren't rich shouldn't have kids. Like, yeah, you're well, obviously like- you're not smart and like driven enough to like own a like. To be a part uh, of keeping up a lineage over, like, you know, how, yeah, however you were, long, you were, right? like, birthed into it, it's, yeah. it's new royalty. It's honestly, it's new royalty. If, if you're not like, Hassan Piker. The only I mean, people that are allowed to have generational wealth are these people who are ultra wealthy at this point. That's right. It seems like that's the point of where we got But were today. they the people that had the money this whole time? Like, I've been seeing a lot of stuff that, like, Vanderbilt's weren't, like, from nothing. I mean, if you research the Vanderbilt's, they'll have you believe, like, oh, like... He this just one made his guy just and he made it his, out. Dude. He made his fortune from a. Uh, they say he had a ferry across the Hudson Bay. Yeah, and that's, that's all how they need. started the Vanderbilt yeah, yeah. fortune was sure. a ferry across the Hudson Bay. And then he bought a steamboat. And then he bought this. And then it's that ultra capitalist psyop of he played the game and was a part of the rat race. And it's like. There is all this evidence that, like, the Vanderbilts were, like, a part of the Dutch East India Company and being propped up every step along the way. Yeah. And so we're talking about new money. But, again, that could be a psyop of, like, is this just old money with a new face? Uh, no, it, and, no and, it is. And it's it the same is. idea. It's the same idea we were talking about, you know, the, the secret castle. societies. But the secret societies switching from religion to science. Sure. As the dominant control structure, you know, look at finances and what they're doing. I mean, look at how all these countries are embracing uh, digital currencies. Yeah. You know, they co-opt 
you know, good things. They co-opt good moral human things and then they spin them to their own globalist fucked up agenda. Yeah. And it's fucked. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it, I mean, it's like, it's new royalty. It's it's These people, uh, they had everything in the Dark Ages. They were running shit. They had the fucking show under control. Oh, yeah. And then society opened up and, you know, history happened. Yeah. You know, there was groups who... In each group, like, you can trace back to all these big money factions that were happening during these times. like Knights the, Templar. Yeah, the 1800s, the 1900s, even the, all the way back to, like, the 1500s. You can watch these groups and see how they've ascended and essentially look at this, let's call back, panopticon that they've established in this world. And they're running it. Like, that's... I think it's Well, only, that's kind of what it is. It's a panopticon because yeah. there's less of them... And there's more of us, yeah, yeah. but we are constantly under their surveillance and under their boot that, like, everyone's scared, everyone's afraid, everyone's Plato's cave. Yeah, and they just We're got... Plato's cave. Yeah, and they've just gotten their control level to a point where they can, like, tacitly introduce things, you know, and it's a, sit there and kind of... Are you telling it. me that I'm never going to get a Lambo off my ass coin? Probably not. Dude, it's a big panopticon. And boop coin? What about boop coin? Your fart coin's going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, your fart, fart coin's fart done, dude. I heard Doge coins. is going to the moon, though. <laughs> it's a huge panopticon, and the guy in the guard the tower is jerking real. off. <laughs> he's having a good time. Yeah, he's, he's, It's Mark oh, Zuckerberg. Yeah. What's more real, America to the moon or Do- Dogecoin to the moon? Honestly, uh, I think Doge is more realistic. Doge, yeah. I'm going day, Doge. At the end of the day, Doge. What do we say? I'll end it with this. I think all we were trying to say this whole episode is Ted was right. And Stanley Kubrick was...